Yay, yay, yay in the building. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved. <clears throat> being involved and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. The Wake Up Show. Well, it's early on the West Coast. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You're in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. In the Desert Storm Bunker, the King of Kings, the King of Content, the Speaker of Truth, yours truly. The notorious one, Coach Alini, the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. We back in the building on a Monday afternoon for most people on the East Coast. Anyway, we got a great show today. The consequences of women choosing their mates. You're going to hear about that. And we're also going to combine that with Dr. Umar Johnson. Shout out to Dr. Umar Johnson, an individual that I probably would get along with hanging out. But I will probably disagree with 90% of his stuff. But I think he's been putting the world on fire lately. And he's going to talk about polygamy is for alphas. Uh-oh. A lot of people was having their panties in a bunch. They had their panties in a bunch. And he dropped the other bits of science here that uh, I actually agree with him on a clock. Can be right two times a day. All right. A broken clock at that. Shout out to Dr. Umar Johnson. We're going to give him. We're not going to hate on him today. All right. Although he was trying to hate on the what? Remember what he called them? The what did he call them? The uh, I can't remember what he called them. I never remember. Anyway, do me a favor. Hit the like button in this building. This is going to be a podcast format. We just chilling like a villain. All right. So do relax. You know, you can play it in the background. If you if you got if you got the YouTube red, you can close your phone. You don't have to <laughs> let your phone uh, get set on fire. Just relax. If you're at your job, put your headphones in and we're going to kick it. Yeah. The YouTubians, the 12 YouTubian beta YouTubians. That's what he called them. All right. And I was like trying to listen like who are you talking about? Uh, yeah, them 12 beta, the sinister six YouTubians. That's what he was. Yes. All right. Anyway, uh, to let your voice be heard, contribute to today's show, sponsor, co-sponsor or whatnot. Dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV and uh, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. It is linked in the top of the chat. We are simulcasting on the Notorious CGA channel in which you can super chat over there. Go ahead and watch if you want to super chat over there. We are also on Rumble fakebook.com all right all the fake blue pills over there no i'm so sorry shout out to everybody watching me on Facebook. all the fake book people over there we're on Facebook live and we're also on rumble as well if i if i missed that anyway we got a great show today let's go ahead and scroll the topics across the screen there we're going to have a moment of coach Adamus, a moment with coach Adamus. Uh, we're also going to call give you the cure for simping the cure for simping is following here obviously the uh, pharma system has got a hold of this. And if you are simping, if you find yourself in moments of simping, you do have a cure. It is on its way. We're going to talk about the womb of the black woman. San Francisco is going to be paying out $1,000 a month <laughs> for the black woman's womb. The child produced in that womb. We're going to talk about that. They're offering up uh, what the slave master often up, offered up to the women that were part of these breeding camps. All right, so that's what's happening here. Nothing's changed but the date. You guys are still falling for the same nonsense. And then we're going to talk about, uh, there's also something interesting we're going to talk about. Oh, women choosing. Women choosing as well. What we call hyper-hypergamy. Hyper-hypergamy. So this should be an interesting show. Three-hour variety show here. Anyway, <laughs> let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. How about we do that? Pay homage. Pay homage. To the brothers that have contributed and OG1 contributed. 
as well from House Obsidian in the building. Appreciate you, House Obsidian. Yes, indeed. JL is in the building. Keep up the good work, and we'll go ahead and give you a co-sponsorship. All right. Who is this? Johnny B. Bad in the building. Or Johnny B. Free is in the building. Thank you, man. He says, for the Memphis Straggle Daggle Rehab Project, there is going to be a... Hey, by the way, uh, if you didn't join us on local stream on Sunday morning, we did tour Memphis. All right. Just so... So the people who are representing Memphis, if you were there on the local stream, we took a little tour of Memphis in a way that, you know, that we can only confirm that Memphis does not have the best thoroughbreds. What they probably have is the best. Oh, the humanity. That was definitely barbecue in Memphis. It was barbecue in there. It was, a, it was extra it was extra wavy and welly in Memphis, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, who was there on Sunday morning. All right, Memphis brothers have left the chat. All right, Macaroni Tony, he says, Your Honor, I thought she was the table. Dude, that punchline was hilarious. My goodness, you're funny. I appreciate you. And he says, Only men allowed to be dirty is the hard hat oil workers and anyone else that works in the element. He says, you dirty-ass cubicle air conditioning, breathing back, back, bacon back fat, eating ninjas need to get that funk off of you. Yes, get that funk off of you. Everybody wash your, wash your, your areas today. We got to make sure we stay clean out here. We don't want to be taught, called a dusty or a dirty. You know, they like to call you dusty, dirty, and ashy. You call them one thing that's real, they mad as hell. All right, so I don't know what that's about. We do have some brothers on PayPal, and then we're going to do the um, Super Chats. Oh, man, we got a brother that has dropped the bank, and Coke, he sponsored today's show. I'm we're going to call you Mr. Martin in the building. He says why you shouldn't or why you should go to the junior, junior college. Great stream. He says, and that picture you shared at the beginning of the perky boobs, I'm jealous. He says, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Viva Las Vegas. So, so again, well, those are some of the things that uh, you miss by not being a member. And two brothers have already verified that we we get it litty over there. It's CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. All right, we're able to do things over there and show things, and I'm able to tell stories that I'm not able to tell over here. It's quite the uncensored program, but it's not debaucherous too too much. All right, but, um, yeah, man, you get to see CGA. You, I, you get the receipts over there, you get receipts, you get real conversations, and the PUAs for sure, um, if you ever wanted to see what it is, it's over there. And then I did a stream of why you should and why you shouldn't go to the junior college because people think that I'm selling the only the positive aspects of the junior college, but I also shared why you shouldn't go over there, all right, because a lot of people are curious. Uh, I'm not giving you the end-all, be-all situation for everybody, but I know there's a group of people that should not be over there. And I gave you the real. All right. So anyway, CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. All right. We got a no government name in the building. Uh, uh, wait, we got um, gym status. Coach, I'm catching up on last week's shows. That rant you had a few episodes ago. Wow. Grand Slam rant. Top five coach moments. CGA is undefeated. Thank you, gym status. Thank you. Um, And then uh, let me do let me do two more and then do the super chats. I might th throw something in before I get to the super chats here. All right. We're going to call you Mr. Sam Prince. Thank you for your continued content coach. I don't get to catch you live often. So sending tuition shout out to the broke baby mamas. Stay single fella. Shout out from Sam. 
Prince. All right, thank, for, thank you for joining me. And shout out to the Broke Baby Mamas, which there are a bunch of them. And we're going to talk about potentially how you avoid them throughout your life because they are bag ladies. Sizzle, thank you, coach, for inspiring me to create YouTube shorts. Sizzle selects latest short hit, 1,000 views and six, uh, 60 likes in two hours. I need to create a local snacks. Yeah, let's get it going, man. Let's get it going. I told you guys, content creation, there's a slight window open. And um, if you miss this window, you're going to be kicking yourself. And by the way, speaking of missing this window, we're going to see what the Gorditas was doing this weekend. Oh, this is not going to be good, guys. Uh, let's take a look here in the backseat of someone's Jeep. And we're going to talk about this with sexual selection and all of this stuff when we get to hyper hypergamy. Uh, what is going on? Oh, no. Incredibly, incredibly. Oh, no. What? <laughs> she skedaddled, too. Oh, man. No. no. What? What'd she say? No. You big dummy. Oh, man. You never want to be caught. You never want to be caught with your pants down. They're not a gordita like that. What? This is a damn shame. Ladies, explain yourself. You know, I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. You're going to say that guy, that guy is a dog. That guy is a no good cheating scoundrel. I know what you're going to say. But what about the woman in the backseat? <laughs> what about the woman in the backseat? You know, good and damn well. Listen, guys. A woman that is willing to get with you in the backseat is either a scab pilling skeezer. She's definitely going to be low-hanging fruit, number one. Number two, she has a maid at home. And number three, she knows you have a maid at home. So I know we're going to try to get down on Hector. Hector, poor Hector. What was he thinking? He was trying to get that. He was trying to get that old Fupa print go crazy down there. The <laughs> Sorry. The Fupa print go crazy. Yikes. Man, you guys got to keep your, your roosters under control. <laughs> Man, he got smashed all up in the face. She says, incredibly. <laughs> that woman got up out of there, too. She was like, <laughs> you guys are some scoundrels, man. I tell you, man, men and women alike. I tell you, but men, it's all right to be a scoundrel. Ladies, explain yourself. <laughs> explain yourself. Let's get over to the Super Chats, man. That's a damn shame, man. We can't get two people to be monogamous these days. Nope. No, we can't. Classy Beat says happy money gang in the building. He says happy money gang in the building. Is that what you said? Yes, you said that. I got money. He says let's finish the year strong and keep the momentum going in 2023. That's what we're going to be doing, man. We're trying to get to the top. John Ellison said go Lions. Are they five and seven? They're tied with my team, but go Lions. I get it, man. Sometimes it's been a long time, and plus y'all went y'all went winless a couple years ago. I feel you. I was like Emilio said yesterday. Seeking stream was epic. While knuckle draggers are out here paying girls with cast coaches, paying the JUCO with reality checks. All right, we got we got down deep into how it works, and a lot of people don't know how it works. People think it's just oh, you pay them and you sponsor their life. No, 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 no. I hit them. I hit y'all with the double dose of that reality show receipts. 
and we showed you what it was. And if you want to call a game, call a game. Shout out to Mask Man, CGA. He says, uh, what would you do if your son was at home crying alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry? Oh, what would I do? I guess I would have to tell him. It's barbecue in there. <laughs> How old is the son? All right. I already told my kids to be self-sufficient. All right. Don't wait for me to cook a damn thing up in there. Y'all better know how to get in there. Get in there. And there's barbecue in there. It's barbecue in Henry there. Henry Brazilian says, but you too red is too expensive, coach. I know, man. They be like $11.99. I'm like, damn, you know what? $11.99 to avoid all the bullshit? That sounds like a fair deal. All right. Crypto Keeper asking for a friend. His wife gained 45 pounds. Oh, my. Oh, the humanity. In three years, from 145 to 190, he hates it. And she's got too comfortable if he gets a divorce from her. Being big, he will look like he's fat phobic. What should he do right there? Well, there's a there's a problem there, Crypto Keeper. There's a problem. The problem is, number one, He's stuck between a rock and a hard place, literally and figuratively. So if, in fact, she is going to keep that weight on for a considerable amount of time, and then she just does turn around and lose the weight, he loses the woman. Yeah. She's not going to drop 45 pounds. She's going to drop 45 plus whatever he weighs, 220. So that's, that's that's one of the problems. If she does get to this position where she's gained weight in three years and she loses the weight over a year or two period, she gone. She gone, <laughs> right? So don't stick around for this weight loss because you're going to lose the woman. And I know people are like, this is not true, reprehensible. The studies have shown that when mates lose weight, they also lose the partner. Overwhelming. It's overwhelming. It's not even close. So that's the problem, number one, he has. And the second problem is if he brings it up, she's just going to blow up like the Goodyear blimp and make it worse for himself. So if he does divorce her, if he just cuffs his ball and divorces her, he's going to save himself a lot of time. <laughs> right. So anyway, just save yourself a lot of time, heartache and pain anyway. And she's going to blame him for the weight gain. She might even have him gain sympathy weight to make himself off the market like she's going to be off the market. But the problem is, even a big woman could get banged in the back seat. There you go right there, huh? Even a big woman got value out here. In this hyper-hypergamy economy, take a look right there. Oh, the humanity. Even a big woman has value, but a, a small dude don't. Right, as you can see there, shout out to the mariachi band, the new mariachi band. Indeed. All right, anyway. So he's stuck between a hot rock and a hard place. So if your woman ever gets big, do not get big with her. Do not get big with her. All right, we got a AJT. I was dying laughing at that 23-year-old white Memphis mastodon that shows you on the member stream free agent lifestyle. <laughs> oh, man, just like that, brothers. I show you how easy. Hey, man, women are choosing in this day, but there's a consequence for it. There's going to be a steep consequence. Ladies, are, are you listening to me? Did you get permission from your husband and listen to me? All right. Uh, the consequences of women choosing has been disastrous on American life. But there was a big old woman choosing on me last on the uh, members live sh stream from Memphis. Boy, she looked like she could tear up a lot there's of barbecue in there. She was a big one. She was a big and six foot two and all of 260 plus. 
She was a big one. And just like that, just uh, I gave her a little bit of attention. She was right on me like <laughs> she was right on me. She was like, here, <laughs> boy, not only are they hungry, they out here starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yeah, they starving out here. It's a mess out here. Shout out to you. Bob says what you he says why you shouldn't go to the junior college. It's there on the stream. Chance Berryman last two. Coach, can't thank you enough for your wisdom and your example. Took myself skiing this weekend. Now back to the hustle. Happy Monday Day in the building, Coach Gang. Wait a minute. That ain't the money. I got money. Um, and Are you a brother? You out there skiing? That's mighty white of you. You know when black dudes start doing things for themselves, they just call it white. Ah, what? You had fun? That's white. <laughs> All right, come on, man. Real fit style, coach. I've been meeting women on, we're going to call it SA, anywhere from a six to an eight, giving it up the first night, asking for nothing. What do you uh, What do you think is up? I, I, we've been telling you. <laughs> uh, we've been telling you that uh, the marketplace, women are choosing, number one, I think what is up is, you're presenting yourself as to have some sort of value. That's why you're over there. Now, eventually, everybody's going to figure out that's not exactly true. But it's better for them to do it over there than to do it on Tinder. It's not always people keep getting it confused. And I talked about this, but I won't talk about it more. It's not as simple as you just pay cash. You just get the woman. It's not as simple as that. So there's something else going on over there. So we have to figure that out. And I do a good job of that presenting that anyway. Anyway, anyway, let's get to the first and first important story here. A moment with Coach Adamas. Uh, let's see what's happening in the normie world, you knuckle draggers, you oxygen thieves out here. Hey, there's the Gordita again. She just want to keep popping up in my life. Hey, that's the different. That's the thing, man. You get you one. You get you one. You put it on her right. She's going to latch on to you if she she a big one. She a big one. All right. Uh, here it is right here. Sugar free. You guys know the rapper. I put sugar, but it's sugar. Sugar Free, he's a rapper, a self-proclaimed pimp or Mac, as the Mac Lives Matter. But he broke down and he got married, right? He broke down and he got married the other day. You big dummy. And what did he marry? Lord, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. Hey, what did I tell you about pimps? And listen, this is no disrespect to the game, the pimp game, the Mac game and all this stuff. But I told you this, Coach Jadamis, Coach Jadamis has told you this over and over. When you're dealing with pimps we often deal with them when they're winning but when they start losing or they tailor their lives away from the pimping and they start going back to normie life they typically are going to go with one of their last women which is their bottom chica i gotta say bottom chica or bottom beach well these women that they're pimping oftentimes are not highly selected women they're scat peeling skeezers at best and for some reason Men are impressed. I get it. Young, impressionable men in their early 20s. You're impressed. Oh, look, he's got a lot of women. But if you actually took a close look at the women pimps have, these women are busted. But you only can see it if you were kind of like, you know what I mean? Like if you had women in your life, if you actually turn around and look at the women that pimps have, these are like scab penalty skeezers at best. I mean, catfish. These women are the shrimp of the sea. I mean, good Lord. I mean, I've never seen a pimp with a woman that I was like, wow. This woman, I mean, very rarely, the low quality, low quality. It's, it's too much evidence out here. Um, now, if you are just a horny dude and you super duper starving out here. 
that's brother starving. <laughs> then you can look at the woman that the pimp have and be like, oh, these are great women. They're they're not. They're they're not. So I don't understand it. That's number one. Number two, the end of a pimp's life is very ugly. So they're often going to get tired of the game. They're going to get exhausted by the jerks. And then they're going to get exhausted by the game. And they're probably going to marry one of the last women they had out in these streets. And this is an example of it right here with Sugar Free. So Sugar Free been talking all that ish on these records. Talking about how you should be doing this and laying it down and laying the smack it down on the hose. And this is what he married right here. This is. He says, Ice T got Coco. Ice T was not a pimp. Come on, man. <laughs> mm. Ice T was not a pimp. Y'all go believe that shit. And he wasn't pimping Coco. Oh, man. <laughs> Ice T was little. Anyway, Ice T was a pimp. Ay, ay, ay. What are we doing? <laughs> All right. So, anyway. All right. Here we go. Ice T was a break dancer, bro. I mean, look. Don't ever, don't ever stop. Ice T is one of the best. Hey, look, let me tell y'all about rappers. I know I'm getting sidetracked. Stop believing what rappers say. They say that shit on the record. They're some of the best actors in the business. They're so good that they went from rapping to acting without a damn pause. I mean, some of the best actors naturally have been rappers. They literally went from the small banging on wax to some of the best actors, just name them. Will Smith, Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah certainly was an actor. She was not even none of that Queen Latifah, none of that shit. Her name ain't Queen nor Latifah. Yeah, Ice Cube, uh, Ice T, Tupac was a fantastic actor. He was so good. He was a great actor on them records. Stop believing what they say. Ludacris, I mean, it's just, yeah. But if you look up Ice T, if you look up Ice T, and I'm not trying to diss him, go back to his beginnings. His beginnings... His first records, they was pop lock breakdance records. He was doing the pop lock and the electric boogaloo, right? LL Cool J. So um, anyway, let, let me go back to what I'm doing here. I just have to set a lot of dude. <laughs> Ice-T was dancing and breaking too. You know what I'm saying? Electric boogaloo. He was in the earliest forms of the first movies. And I'm not saying this to diss him, but if you think he was a pimp, I don't know what to tell you. Come on, man. Let me stop. We got to educate yeah, you, brothers. Daddy. All right. Anyway. Here we go right here. So here we go. Sugar free. Breaks up with his wife after being married <laughs> for only two months. Oh, my goodness. Only two freaking months. Now, this dude. Hey, this is what's happening when y'all dudes are going to get tired. I What, what sugar free. What sugar free. Uh, experienced is what I call dating fatigue. Now, it might have been pimping to, uh, fatigue for sugar free, but sometimes you get tired. You get tired of the bullshit. You get tired of this. And then you go and you say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to what's somewhat stable. I'm going to go to a little bit something that's normal. I'm going to go to normie life. And then you get married, but sometimes you're not cut out for marriage. <laughs> Sometimes you're not cut out for marriage. You cut out for the game. You cut out for this backing. You cut out for this out here ho hopping. You, you're not cut out for marriage. So I want dudes to understand when you get tired of dealing with straggles and dealing with uh, meal finessers and you get tired, do not give up. Meaning do not give up on the fact that the next thing you need to do is marry because you're just going to marry the last two or three women. One of the last two or three women that you were messing with. 
And then that woman is going to be able to miss, you're going to miss all the red flags. And then you're going to go to married life and you're going to be like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> you're not here. So shout out to sugar free for giving it a chance. You got gave it a chance. And look at brothers. I'm, I, I'm just going to show you, this isn't the diss sugar free or diss the woman. Just take a look here. And Dr. Umar is going to literally back this up. Brothers be taking the lowest quality of women. I can't, I don't understand brothers. Y'all need to, what you need to do. Y'all, and listen, she could be a nice woman. She could cook up some chorizo and eggs like a mother sucker. I'm sure. I'm sure she's a nice woman, but she is carrying a few extra pounds for a person that was supposedly a pimp and a rapper. <laughs> okay. But this woman about to burst out. Look how wide she is on the side perimeter view. This is a wide load. I mean, just look, look, look at her from the side. She takes up at least two feet sideways. She's as wide as she is tall. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, she definitely got a warm embrace. Wrap you in I mean, her warm embrace is on there. My warm embrace. This is just... And I make it last forever, yes, babe. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. All right. So with this being said here, with this being said, my, my instruction for you today is, guys, just chill. I know, you know, this girl is loyal and she's been down for you and you think you need to reward her. But if you're not cut out for marriage, do not do it. All right. He breaks up with his wife after two months married. I'm sure they were together longer than that. But uh, guys, when you get married, she's going to expect you to make changes in your life. And if you're not ready to make those changes, yes, you could be out here like sugar free. My goodness. OK, what's the next story here? I was going to share it. It says Gordita Lust. We already shared that story, but let's go to, let me see here. What, what do I got next? Oh, man, I already diss overweight women, so I can't show you this. <laughs> All right. I didn't diss them, but. Okay, okay, I'm going to show it. All right, so this is what happens. Again, this is dating fatigue. Again, this is another example. This is a sad example. When you're finally, he says, when y'all finally meet up and she's a little bigger, than she is in her picture, but you already made the drive and we already know what's going to happen there. I'm not going to go any further on there. Uh, we already know this is what you guys are doing here. This is something that you got to admit. All right. We got like, the first stage of, of, of CGA of the free agent lifestyle is stop denying the obvious. I'm not banging overweight women. Oh, no, no, no. And then I see her. I'll be like, she's over. Oh no, she just stick. She, oh, Okay, I'm only banging the top quality women. No, no, okay, okay. All right, but anyway, man, we all know that uh, we get a little lonely and we want to get one a quick knockoff. We want to get an easy layup, so we just fire up that tender, and then all of a sudden, it gets a little dangerous in there. Oh, the humanity. And then you telling me you pump and dump in these holes. I mean, listen, the whole pump and dump philosophy itself explains that you got to be banging low-quality women. I mean, if there were any high-quality, why would you dump them, right? So... We just have to get real free agent lifestyle. One of the first rules is to make sure you don't come in and deny what we already know. So let me do this. I got to save that image on my on my files here and uh, we going to keep it marching before they really get upset. Boy, I, I guess the whole thing was about. Oh, boy. 
Well, let's get to the skinny flatbacks. Why don't we? Okay, so uh, here's a video. Let me see if I can turn the volume down. I'm going to turn the volume down of why I tell you to hire a private investigator when you're dealing with modern women, and this is no slight at her. She put the information out here, so don't tell me I did anything wrong. This woman says she's 38 years old and divorced. And that's you. Well, she's going to reveal that she has a very sketchy past that you might not believe. You might overlook. You might be like, not her. Let's go ahead and play the video. 38 divorce, 27 in prison, age 27. And that's 26, you. 25, 24, 23, 22 in jail. And and that's you. She definitely looked like the that's you girl. And that's you. Yeah, man. And then 21 in jail without no bail. Oh, my goodness, Lord. And she charges charged in theft of a gym. All right. She took a cubic zirconian. And uh, there she is there in her probably her 19, age 19. And she's been in the pen and 38 and divorced. So I don't know when she got married, but I don't know when she got. Well, she got divorced. She's now 38, but she used to be in prison. And there you go. I mean, you know, you guys would uh, give up. Many guys would give up, you know, they whole left nut to get with a flat bag like that. Now, she does have hungry eyes. Hungry eyes, let them eyes look cuckoo. I know about eyes, lady boy. Them eyes, stranger danger, stranger danger. They a little too googly for me. A googly eyes are a dead giveaway. <laughs> Somebody said she aged well. <laughs> she aged well. Yeah, dude. She number one, she has makeup on. Number two, she aged well. She has her makeup and her hair done, so we know that that's trickery and deception and witchcraft and sorcery. Number one, but number two, if you're pale and you're always indoors for the last 10 years, your skin is not getting fried out there. So, you know what I mean? She didn't have an opportunity to ruin her skin because she'd been indoors for 23 out of 24 hours a day. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right, uh, man. Uh, listen, if you guys really want to know, uh, you know, she says she's 38 and you say she aged well. Guys, I not, why are you falling for that? Y'all got to find. Yeah, stop all of that. There's too much miracle in modern science for you to believe that that's what she looks like. I tell you what, uh, C-19, when we when, when we got shut down in the pandemic, uh, the hairstylist kind of lost, you know, there's hair salons got shut down. I saw women that were 35. And because the Botox and the hairstylist and all of them got shut down, they in the three month period, age 10 years. 10 years, all of a sudden that gray start coming right into their head. All right, I saw women in their 40s that let that gray come and they said, forget it, I'm going to just let it go in. They they aged in, they aged 10 years like in months. And this is because go to Walmart, go to Walmart, there's an aisle. There's, there's actually two to three aisles and they're long aisles. Go to a Walmart or a Target. They have three aisles that will expand that will explain everything. And it is full of Clairol boxes. If those three aisles didn't exist, women, um, let me show you what they would look like. Hold on for a second. I'm going to tell you what they would look like. <laughs> Here I go again. And I'm not dissing. I'm just saying we have to, tr we have to trust that what's going on in our, in our deception. We got to know the deception that we are experiencing right now. Is it Clairol? I believe it's Clairol. Hold on for a second. Why can't I click? Why can't I click on the thing here? Hold on for a second. Where are that? 
Where's the images at? I showed you this is what they will look like right here. Right here. Hold on for it. Add it to the street. This is what they will look like. Why can't I find the tab? All right, right here. This is what they will look like at like 40. 40 right here. This is a 40. This is 40. This is 40 not too long ago. This would be a 40-year-old woman right here. Right there. Why can I? Why is it so large? <laughs> right. This would be, this is what, 40, certainly 50. If there was no Clairol, three aisles at the Walmart, no Botox, no hair salons. You know what I mean? Y'all don't know, but this is what they would look like. But see, y'all be out here. <laughs> oh, she looks great. She aged well. I just know this. <laughs> he said, that's 80. No, that ain't. This is not 80, bro. That's 40. This right here, this this is 80. Right here, this is 80. This right here, she's still in shape. Look, she still look like, by the way, y'all don't know, she was definitely on the reading rainbow side. She can fly twice as high, way up in the sky. She probably would have been a WNBA superstar back in the day. But, you know, they didn't have the league. Y'all don't know this stuff anyway. New, 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 new world order. Anyway, I don't say these things to demean. I say these things to educate you, brothers. Okay. All right. Is there one more? Oh, there's one more. This is a moment with Coach Adamas here. Let's get off of women for a second. Uh, here it is right here. <laughs> no cut and color for sure. Uh, here it is right here. This brother here, I believe he says he's played in the NFL. He's going to sound exactly how I've been telling you brothers to sound. You have to have self-preservation. You have to have knowledge of self. Shout out to the honorable Elijah Muhammad, the brother Farad Muhammad, all right, Farad Ali, and the minister, all right, Farrakhan himself. But knowledge yourself. You have to have understanding. You have to have wisdom. You have to have understanding that you have to serve yourself, not others. Now, he's going to tell you he got drafted, and he starts serving others, helping people out of the community, and then what happened as a result? Go ahead and listen. Hey, hold up, hold up. Somebody said Channing Crowder is his name. Oh, there it is. It's right there. All right. Sorry. Channing Crowder says, if we all are happy, we all are broke. If we're all happy, we're all broke. Remember, guys, I've been telling you this for a long time. So he said, as soon as he got to the league, and I'll let him explain the rest. Why can't we hear him? Why can't we hear him? Hold on for a second. Let me see something. Let me see. Why can't I hear the brother? Oh, you know why? You know why? Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Let me remove this. I can't hear him. Let me see something. Oh, there it is. Okay, hold on for a second. Now I have to reshare it. I was like, why can't I hear him? All right, so let's put him. Channing Crowder is his name. I got to refresh it. It's quite quiet to me. All right, hold on for a second. Let me see if I can turn it up. Damn, this is some quiet-ish. All right, so um, he says everybody thinks when you make it to the league, you're a millionaire. He gets drafted by the Dolphins. Can you guys hear this? It's low. I'm turning it up on my mixer here. For some reason, who recorded this ish? Okay, so let me just paraphrase it. 
apologies for the audio. It says, uh, as soon as he gets drafted, he moves his niece, his nephews, his mama, his sisters to Miami. Where's your daddy? No daddy, obviously. And so I'll just paraphrase it and put it up here. What he said was a lot of them started to leech off of him. God dang it. All right, we'll we'll leave it at that. So essentially what he says, as an older man, I realize now you can't save everyone. And then he says right here, essentially people were broke and they were leeching off of him. This is what I told you, man, about the community. All right, and so that mindset would be, now that you made it, you need to help us and we're going to leech off of you instead of help you build. And he's in the process of building. He's in the process of trying to keep his contracts. And now his family starts saying, hey, you made it. You're the lottery ticket. We're just going to eat off of you. We're going to be the parasite and we're going to kill you. You're the host and we're going to kill you slowly, but you don't realize it. You think you're helping people. And um, somebody says already uh, dad was already kicked to the curb. Yep. And so now he's going to serve as the dad. But later on in here, he's going to say, look, I uh, helped these people. I gave them loans or I, I basically they wanted him to pay their rent he said i won't pay your rent but i'll buy a house i'll put the 20 percent down and you can pay rent to me of course he said your rent's due, the problem was once these people started once the relationship changed from a uh, brother or cousin or uncle to landlord they began to resent him See, this is why you don't help people who don't help themselves. Even in the Bible, it says, if you want a helping hand, you first have to help yourself. And I'm paraphrasing. But they weren't helping themselves. They were just leeching. And once the dynamic changed, and he said, I'm going to put expectations upon you. Then they started to change on him. And they probably said, money changed you. And you're supposed to help us. And you ain't helping us. You making us pay the rent. I can live on my own. Okay, take your broke ass home. This is why you, I don't help homeless people. Because... They could go to a program and where they have these places that they can go, but they have to follow rules and they don't want to follow the rules. Hey, you don't, go follow the rules. You ain't going to just be out here panhandling, acting like, um, you know, you didn't have no place to go. There's plenty of places to go, but they're going to keep tabs on you. So this is what happened here. He, he basically kept tabs on them and he had expectations for them. They started getting behind on the rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. He started, he started evicting them. And then the dynamic change, and he says at the end, which I wish I could hear it, is if um, he says right here, if we're all happy, we're all broke. So that means if you start making something of yourself and uh, people want you to come back and help, eventually you're going to go broke. And then people are like, well, we're happy together. If you're all happy with your family, most likely you're all broke. So anyway, I wanted to show that, but the audio was so shitty. Pissed me off. It was so bad. Um, it was bad, but guys never fall for the expectation that you must help your people. I don't care if they say your kin folk and your skin folk and your mama and your daddy and your bald headed granny with the polka dot panties. I don't care. I have no look you, you own your own on this situation or, or you work for me. See, there's two, you work for me or you're on your own, but a lot of people want to keep doing the stupid stuff they're doing the to stay broke. They don't want to make a change in their mindset. You change your mindset. You start doing well. And then they want to come in. Hey, let me lay on the couch for a little bit. 
hey, man, let me lay on the couch for a little bit and make this transition. I'm having a tough time. But they want to keep their job. They want to keep doing the stupid shit. They want to keep partying, keep buying Jordans, keep buying weed. They want to keep doing that shit all up under your stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. If I do anything to help you, I have a business. I have several of them, but I'm broke. I actually am unemployed. You work for me. You're not just going to keep going to your job and focusing on your career, laying up all on my pillow. Lay your head on my pillow. Oh, you live for you live with me. You now work for me. Quit your job. Same thing with the women. Hey, I need a little bit of help around here. I need a little bit of help. I just need a partner. You know what I mean? To share some of these expenses. Okay, great. You want to move in with me? Absolutely. And she bring all of her shit. And then I say, quit your job. You work for me. Oh, what? Uh, nah, I've been at my job, my telemarketing job for 12 years. And <laughs> I don't give a damn. Or you put that direct deposit directly in my account. What? I'm not. Okay, go back out there and be broke. You can stay broke. I got dope to sell. Anyway, let's get to the rest of these super chats. Shout out to uh, Domain. Stick them. Sometimes a brother needs to bury his face in a fupa print. Shout out to the nasty boys out here. Oh, that's nasty. It sounds good, but y'all some nasty brothers out here. You know what I mean? You just like them pheromones, right? You like the natural pheromones. Y'all like them all natural, putting y'all face all up in somebody's fupa print. Yeah, I've been a nasty mother sucker like that. Y'all like a where's Black Ram 313 when you need them? Y'all like a little stank on it, I see. Y'all like a little stank on it, don't y'all? How much stank y'all like? Because ladies know y'all like a little stank. My man said, you got to bury your face in that football print. Woo! It sounds like a good idea. But once your, once your testosterone lowers, that stank is still on your face. And you're going to wonder where that stank came from. Because you're going to be like, she been gone for two days. And you'd be like, you'd be smelling your upper lip. In the back of your earlobes, you'd be scratching, pulling out. It'd be thick. It's all in your beard. You can smell her for a week. You looking around, it's all on your eyebrows, everything. You just uh, can't get rid of it. And see, now that you back to you don't come to your senses, now you don't like that stink. You just uh, after you done put your face all in it. All right. Oh, that it don't go away that easy. And you be rubbing, you be putting shampoo head and shoulders all on your face, head and shoulders all in your hair. You got to wash it, wash it off, wash it off. It's not removed by head and shoulders. You can't do it. They carry that funk with them all day long. This is why you got to let them, let them get in that shower, boy. I tell you, man, guys, well, head and shoulders, them little body washes, them little soaps, it's not going to get that out. You're going to need the steel bar soap. You're going to need bleach. Do not put bleach on your face. You're going to need a lot of, you can't remove it. It's rem unremovable funk. <laughs> you need the steel bar soap, but it's still going to be there. You get you be in the shower 30 minutes just to scrubbing all my, my beard. I didn't let her sit on it. I didn't let her straddle my face. Now I got to get all of that. Wash, 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 wash. Nothing. You come back outside. 
<laughs> Apple cider vinegar. Yeah, man, I'll tell you, they'll go away. So, hey, nasty boys, you got to realize once you come back down off that hype, off them pheromone hype, you come back down, that funk is still going to be there. The funk of 40,000 years, bro. John Ellison, he says, we six, seven. Okay. We six and seven. I'm not sure what that means. Shout out to you. He says, uh, Wellesley Drummonds, don't know if somebody already mentioned this, just like the marriage will. Would you do a will on relationships? I think I did one already, but I don't I don't have it printed out. I don't have it uh, on a image, but I did one on the show already. Oh, the Lions are six and seven. Oh, the Lions are six and seven. OK. All right. Um, and, and we messed them up because we needed we needed to beat the Rams. That would have helped the Lions. Oh, the we six and seven. All right. Shout out to the Lions. Classy beats. It's clear she never had anything sugar free her whole life. So she just wanted to know what it was like. Give her a break, coach. Uh-huh. Yes, we're going to give her a break already. Shout out to the big girls out here. Ladies, you know, we don't don't be don't be don't be like that. Brothers out here, we like the big girls too. We like when you come over under the cover at night. You know what I mean? You'd be like, I'll be over there at 6 30. You'd be like, oh, it's daylight savings time. Uh, can you push that to 8 30? Come on over. You come, you go in the bedroom, you'd be like, ah. Here we go. You're like, I'm going to be in this all night. I'm going to take this girl down all night. She hop up on your bed all slow. She hop up on your bed all slow, one knee at a time, knowing that if she jump on that bed, that bed going to collapse. <laughs> she go up in there. She hop on that bed slow, crawl, hop on that, put that other leg up all slow. She paw her ass down. She lie down so ever so softly. And then she, uh, uh, body be jiggling. <laughs> all right. You be like, I'm about to take this girl down all night. Rounds. Rounds. You get in there. First round. Clapping. The whole neighborhood can hear this. And she just the squealing. And guess what happens? You're going to Roar. Because everything going to be extra soft. You're going to roar. Holy mackerel. <laughs> we got a green spot. You're going to roar. And then you're going to see what you did to yourself. Then you're going to look back at the aftermath. And you're going to look over like Derek Jackson with that T-shirt. Stretch Mark Glover. You're going to look at the aftermath. And you're going to be like. Hold up. Oh, the humanity. Did I really do that to myself? You're going to hear the music. What is life? Did I really just do that to myself? Is it possible that I can get her to leave right now? I thought I was going to do rounds, but there's no way I'm going back in there. There's no way I'm seeing another moment. You just hoping she don't touch you. She don't put her paws on you no more. She lean over. She try to French kiss you. You like, oh, <laughs> you get that post nut clarity. You come back to your senses. That's why they call it coming. You come, you come to your senses. You'd be like, oh, my Lord. 
What was I thinking? I overlooked all that. Oh, my God. This cannot be. I'm disappointed in myself. What was I thinking? I'm really down bad. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> you try to shoo her out. You open in the window. Yeah, because the funk of 40,000 years done filled up the entire spot. You when you was when you was hyped, when you were hyped in your lust, it smelled good. But now you're like, I need to light a candle up in this mug. You opening every window. You trying to sneak her out. Can you leave? <laughs> yeah. So, ladies, I'm just letting y'all know. This white dudes be rude and nasty to you afterwards because post-nut clarity is hit. And, yes, you can blame us for it, but you kind of know what's happening here. You got to know what's happening here. So uh, shout out to this brother who has sponsored, sponsored today's show. Holy mackerel. He skips to the front of the line. Where's the super chat? I can't find the mother sucker. I, hold up. I got a I got That ain't it. <laughs> I just put up somebody's super chat that that ain't it. All right. Hold up for a second. Why can't I find the damn thing? All right. Hold up for a second. All right. Now I can't. It's way up here. There it is right there. Holy moly. Look at this. Hold up. Let me give it to you. I'm rich, bitch. I'm rich, bitch. My man in a. This should cover half of my ninja watching. I'll get you your next half another time. FYI, the writers for the White Lotus have definitely been watching you. Shout out. Salute to Mr. F. Lord have mercy. I'm rich, um, I got to check out that show. People have been talking about White Lotus. They probably sent me a DM a couple years ago and I ignored it. Shout out to him. That should cover my unemployment check. <laughs> right? That's my unemployment check. Shout out to me. Your rent's due, my All right. I made rent. <laughs> I made rent for my one bedroom bungalow. My one bedroom bungalow. Thank you, brother, man. Shout out to you. We'll give you one more. I'm rich, My goodness. All right. Thank you again. Thank you again. All right. I'm going to check out White Lotus. I'm going to watch two episodes tonight. He says he posts White Lotus season two on Locals. It's a great show. All right. I'm going to check that out. Wow. All right. Juan Pomeris, Pearl Drop, Wife School, and Hafiz is punching the air right now. I also heard of, you know, who dissing Pearl. All right, man, boy, there's some haters out here, man. Why, why people be hating? Why people be hating, man? Why not white people? Why do people hate like this? I heard Rolo dissing Pearl. I heard um, Hafiz is going to be. It's messing. It's a mess. Dr. Thunder, game pump and dump only works on 304. Stay woke. Let them know. Pump and dump only works on 304s. All right, shout out to you. Mar Marriage or hell, no, says fact CGA. Focus on yourselves, gems. Focus on yourself, gems. And I got money. I'm like, dude, there's some people who are gatekeepers. They want to diss everybody coming up. Hey, man, let everybody have a come up here. It only helps you. It only helps you. All right, I know he skipped some people here. Oh, no, he didn't. He didn't. Ancient man says paying tuition, coach. I was one of the guys with the late night creep. A, re a creeper rear end. He says the size of one of those tractors that I drive. <laughs> Listen, hey, for people... For people who deny this, the fact remains. I'm going to tell you. I know dudes deny it. No, nah, I don't be piping down mastodons. And listen, the, the, the fact is there's more mastodons than there are in shape fit women. 
there's more. I mean, especially if you live in the South, 65, 70% of the women are walking around literally on the verge of obesity, if not obesity. And that's just a fact. So if you live in the South, how are all of y'all getting the in shape, fit, slim, thick? How? Come on, man. Mathematically, that don't even factor out. And the way these women are acting, like if you see a big woman, she acting like what? I'll put that thing. They're knowing that they, you guys are out there dealing with them. Come on, man. Come on. Let's stop denying it. Let's stop denying it. Anyway, it's not a diss to them. I'm just saying it's real and real. All right, so let's get to this part of the show here. We got number, oh, we got the cure for simping. Uh, just in case, you know, you go full Derek Jackson and get exposed to be a hypocrite. You know, Derek Jackson, black man don't cheat and, and, and stretch mark lover looking all kind of tr- looking goofy, sexy. What's that goofy, sexy look that brothers give? They'd be like this. They'd be looking all serious like, How, what is this look? They'd be like, I can't get the look down. Ladies, you know the look. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm a little too serious. All right. Snow cows. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. This look right here. They'd be like, they get that. I don't know what that look is. What is that look? The Derek Jackson look where they try to look sexy and serious at the same time. <laughs> I can't do it. Hold on. Let me pull up the look. Let me pull up the look. Derek Jackson. Derek Jackson stretch mark lover. I can't do it because I can't see myself. I can't see myself. Hold on for a second. Let me see if I can pull it up. This look. Hold on for a second. Let me pull it up right here. This is the look I'm talking about. Ladies, they fall for this goofy ass look. I guess you got to tilt your head. This look right here. This right there. That right there. Where they tilt their head down, you got to be like. Like this here. Hold on. Am I doing it? Hey, ladies, am I doing it? It's kind of like the eyebrow. Let me see. Let me let me furrow my eyebrows. Look. Oh, I got to lean into the camera. Am I doing it? <laughs> ladies, ladies, let me know. Wait a minute. Hold up. That was the one right there. Hey, that was the one. That was the one. I got it. I got it. I got that shit. <laughs> Should I do the eyebrow too? Hold up for Hold up for a second. Let me do the eyebrow too. Like this. He'd be like this. Can I do the eyebrow? <laughs> right, anyway, I got it right. Anyway, that's the goofy. That's a wait. That's the goofy simp look right there. That's a goofy lick my lips. <laughs> All right. Um, that's the goofy simp look. And if you ever found yourself goofy ass, look at this shirt. Stretch mark lover. Good Lord. Dude, I got to squint my eyes a little bit. All right. Anyway. Oh, man. Anyway, the simp look, if, you, if you've been simping, we have the cure for your simpery here on the Coach Greg Adams channel. Yes, man, it's an epidemic. If you found yourself on a simp rage, raging out against red pill men, we now have the common cure for Every day it was a struggle. Let's go ahead and play it. Good. We have great audio here. It's actually very loud, but let's go ahead. Can y'all see it? Uh, let's go ahead and make it larger. All right. Here it is right here. And you can, it's pharma. Let's go. Every day was a struggle to get my boyfriend's attention. Video games, sports, the boys, 
But that all changed once I found out about Cymbalta. Cymbalta is the first and only FDA-approved medicine specially formulated to promote simping. This is how it works. Cymbalta is a once-daily transrectal supplement designed to enlarge the simp region of the brain. Cymbalta saved my relationship. My boyfriend went from ignoring me to simping for me immediately. He no longer wanted to play video games or hang out with the boys. He had the urge to wake up early, go to farmer's markets, and wear cute outfits just for fun. And the best part is, Cymbalta is 100% safe, so there's nothing to worry about. Cymbalta is extremely dangerous and not for everyone. Side effects include depression, loss of respect, shrinking testicles, loneliness, hallucinations, and in some cases, death. Call your doctor immediately if you have a simperection lasting more than four hours. Relationships can be complicated. Simplify yours with Cymbalta. All right, gang, there you guys go, man. Hey, man, you guys can, if you ever, you know, we all get caught up. We all get caught up. Fair use for that. But we all get caught up. You know what I mean? Sometimes you guys come over here. You know, Hafiz probably needed to, he probably took a couple of these when he went on my debate. He's been on a hell of a bender right now. So he might be on a too much of an overdose of Simpalta. He's been on an overdose of Simpalta. So, um, you know, if you do feel yourself dissing men who play video games, blaming them for not hitting their girlfriend right, and you come on here and say the black woman is God, and or you come out here and all women need to be cherished, and if you start saying things like that, yo, what would your daughter do, and what if your wife, and yeah, there's a cure for you now. So you can get Simpalta, and like everything we do, the cure is often pharma. So she drugging her man and she gave it a rectal. She gave him the rectal insertion. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Yeah. Somebody said, uh, shout out to Rada. The submissive wife says happy. Oh, she says, uh, blessings coach. Good to see you. Um, she gave it to him rectally. Wow. That is a happy wife, happy life type of dude right there. What is crazy? That's crazy. Anyway, just so you, if you guys are simping. All right, let's get to this one right here. Uh, hold on for a second. Uh, it says in San Francisco, this is reprehensible behavior here. Let me see if I can share the screen. I had to share different tabs, so I'm I'm all messed up. Let me see. Okay, San Francisco, uh, you know, li liberation, libtard city, San Francisco. They've been doing this lately with a lot of people, reading rainbow, trans, blacks, now pregnant blacks. San Francisco will pay pregnant black women $1,000 for 12 months. And this will expand across California. <laughs> All right. Wow. Um, people don't know their history quite yet right here. And this is another example of it. People who are praising something like this really don't know what's going on here. And I know some people are concerned about health access to health care for black women. But uh, when the government gets involved, you got to realize many times when liberal governments gets involved, you don't realize that they're just as much as uh, have a slave master mentality than anyone else. It have often the liberals that will reveal themselves to be hypocrites and ask for inward passes and make some of the most outrageous statements about uh, prejudice and racism. And this is another example. Um, people who don't know historically. And people can debate me on this historically that black women have been the primary receivers of health care, excessive health care. And this was because their womb was very valuable as it produced the great commodity of the South, which wasn't sugarcane. It was not wheat. It was not. It was not cotton. The king commodity in the American South was black slaves. All right. So slaves ran the economies. 
And so in this particular situation, it was often the black woman that received the only health care because breeding farms were prevalent. If it wasn't for a, a buck that was provided to the black women to make sure that they were cared and brought, brought forth uh, healthy slaves. If the buck wasn't doing it, the master, the plantation owner was doing it himself. As a matter of fact, Thomas Jefferson himself fathered six children from a black woman's womb. All right. And she could have been half black. I don't give a damn what she was. But it was Thomas. He said it wasn't tobacco either. The primary, he says tobacco. No. Look, tobacco could have nothing to do close to what the chattel slaves were worth. All right. Chattel slaves were the economy. Okay. If it wasn't for them, there's no tobacco. There's no cotton picked. There's none of those things. You can you can grow it, but it ain't getting picked and it ain't getting bailed. So the black woman was for the the primary receiver of health care and made sure that they were pushing for generations and generations of healthy, productive individuals. So here we go again. Now you're rewarding this again, providing some health care, some access to some resource. And then people are praise, praising this as a step forward. How is this a step forward? This seems like a step backwards because this doesn't say uh Black women that are pregnant in families, black families. It doesn't say any of these things. It just says black women. And so many of these women, if they need $1,000 a month, which is $12,000 a year, when I often add these figures up, it is very not, it's not a lot of money we're talking about. But this does incentivize a person from for uh, procreation. Instead of terminating the baby, they're going to procreate the baby. But what? is likely to happen to the baby is $12,000 going to fix bad decisions as a single mother, right? If a person's incentivized to keep a child and not terminate it to receive $12,000 a year, what type of ch child is that going to produce? Highly likely a slave, a slave to the system, a slave to the system. Now, it's not going to be a chattel slave, but this kid is going to be a slave to the system. They're going to be a renegade. They're going to be out here doing debaucherous things. Highly likely going to be criminalized. Highly likely going to be uh, introduced into poverty. This is what you have here. You have this type of mindset where people think this is progressive, but this is actually regressive. This is actually this what, what they did in breeding farms. This is the exact same thing you would do on a breeding farm. You would actually incentivize the person, providing them with the health care and the access, knowing that the kid has no chance in life but to become a slave. And then you incentivize people to volunteer, not be forced, volunteer, not be forced, volunteer themselves into pregnancy. You volunteer yourself to get 12000 of free dollars, 12000 free dollars, which there's no such thing as free. There's always something, a price that you pay on the back end. So these people are going to get $12,000 for a year. But what about the next 18 years raising that kid or the next 17 years? How is that kid going to survive then? What options are that kid going to have? So this is a problem. And um, you're going to have people coming up pregnant for no reason. Or the reason is going to be for $12,000. And it's sad. So anyway. Mm -hmm. It's sad. People, the history repeats itself so often. It's crazy. Okay. I think we have another story attached to this. Do I have another story attached to this? Do I want to talk about Dr. Umar yet? 
not quite. Let's talk about this divorce attorney. Oh, no, uh, polygamy, polyamory. We're going to talk about Dr. Umar's polyamory in situation here. And uh, let's see, am I sharing the right tab? Let's go ahead and share the tab. This is Dr. Umar Johnson. Um, Dr. Umar is a person, as I said, I think I could hang out with him and have a good time. He seems like good folks. He seems like he's very funny. Um, we could both exchange very extreme thoughts with each other and laugh. We could laugh. I think we wouldn't get into any tussle or a fight. Um, he probably would loud talk me and over talk me. But um, even Dr. Umar is right. Like a broken clock is right two times a day. I don't agree with most of the things he says, but I agree with some. He's going to say right here, speaking of, he's going to say, um, he says, alphas are polygamous. Monogamy is not natural to alpha males. Now, I've said something similar. I don't think monogamy is natural to any of us. Monogamy is most of a social constraint, and most of the punishment is dealt out socially. If you do violate monogamy, you get a social punishment. Right. You're going to get told, told you're an adulteress. You're a you can't keep it in your pants. You might have to get an affair. There's there's a penalty to be paid for violating monogamy. And it's not many times. Maybe it's an STI at, at most. OK, but most of the pen, penalties are dealt out socially. So monogamy is a social program. Now, most what he's going to say is going to kind of influence what the rest of our conversation is going to go. Do you believe what he says here? Let's go ahead and play the context. I'm going to refresh it. Hold on for a second. Cause Charlemagne, the charlatan is on this clip. Another person. Now this person right here, I don't think I could get along with him. Let's continue. Have more than one wife. I don't know if that's true or not. I've never or? been married. Oh, okay. <laughs> that wasn't, but I will have two Queens. All right. Yes, sir. <laughs> so is polygamy more realistic? I think we have to understand that Monogamy is not natural to alpha males. This is not only I'm baiting true. <laughs> All right, Charlemagne the Charlatan is nominating himself to be a beta, which is not a surprise. All right, so what he's doing is he know he's whipped and he has a wife or he has a girlfriend, so he cannot come out into the parade of polygamy or polygyny or poly. So he's got to go ahead and say, I'm beta. Charlemagne, that's not a discovery that we would, you know, that's not something that we were just discovering. We know you're beta, but let's continue. <laughs> that's what you lost me there, man. So here it is, another beta. You know what I mean? It don't take long for the beta and the alphas to reveal themselves. And listen, not everybody's alpha. So that's just the reality of it. But the betas will tuck tail and take their simpulta real quick. And so the black betas, they, they acknowledge themselves really quickly. I want you to notice this. There's three men here. That's all right. There's four men here. Three black men, one white man. White man know he ain't monogamous one day of his life. But the two black single mother raised men nominated themselves. Oh, you lost me there, ninja. Charlemagne. Well, I'm beta. Let's continue, man. See, this is why are they saying this? They don't want to be penalized by the penalties of, of not following monogamy. It's a social program. Let's go ahead and play it again so you can see it in real time. Oh, man, sad sad commentary, but let's continue. Dr. Umar, it's rumored that you have more than one wife. I don't know if that's true or not. I've never or? been married. Oh, okay. <laughs> that wasn't... But I will have two queens. All right. <laughs> yes, sir. So is polygamy more realistic? I think we have to understand that Monogamy is not natural to alpha males. 
This is not only I'm baited true. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you this, lost me there, man. This is not only this is not only true amongst human beings. Dr. Umar, it's rumored that you hey, what happened? Why they cut the clip? Even within the animal kingdom, okay. the alphas tend to have more than one spouse. And if you also look at women, as much as they may now, now as many men that are going to say, Well, I don't agree, I don't agree. It doesn't matter. Where's where's the rat? Where's the rock? It doesn't matter if you disagree. See, this is where we get this wrong. And Dr. Umar is going to drop right on your head why it doesn't matter if you agree. Because women decide and dictate the rules of engagement. This is called Briefold's Law. It is not that men are pushing polygamy or polygyny. Women push for polygamy or polygyny. See, this is what men have to understand. Europe might be pushing monogamy, but you're not participating in a monogamous system. You're participating in a hypergamous and polygynous system. And Dr. Umar is going to drop it on you right here. It's women that choose and make you into it. If you're a stepdad, if you're a stepdad, you are not in monogamy. If you're in a situation where you married a divorcee, you're not a monogamy. You're not in monogamy. You might be practicing monogamy, but she's practicing something else. If she ever had an affair with a married man, she's practicing polygyny or polygamy. She's selecting that. She's choosing that. It's you that's practicing monogamy. It's you that she's temporary sexually exclusive to. See, this is what you guys don't get. You don't get to say, well, I'm monogamous. No, you chose to get a temporary sexual exclusive partner but she's not even permanent many times. Let me show you. Dr. Umar is going to clean it up for you, for you to understand. Men, you choose nothing. You participate. You react. The women choose. Let's go ahead and show you. A child polygyny. Many women will date an alpha male with another woman mm. if she's attracted to him. Just look at the amount of women who date married men, mm. but at the same time say they're against plural marriage. Woo! Now, again, I'm with him on this one. And if you think I'm lying, look at this situation here. This woman I showed you earlier. Remember, I was going to show you and you guys can't see it on the screen. But the woman in the back seat with the Mexican boyfriend, the mariachi band music. Remember that woman? When she was in the backseat, the Jeep, she knew she knew he had another wife. She knew he had uh, children at home, but she still said, go ahead and ski. She still said whatever. Now, she's practicing polygyny. She's practicing sexual exclusive. She's practicing hypergamy, but you're practicing monogamy. You're practicing monogamy, so it don't matter what you say you practice. It's women. So many women will say, and I've proven this as well, I've never, not all women, but many, they will say, I would never cheat on my husband. I would say then, in your life, have you ever cheated with another man? If you ever been with another man that you knew had another woman, that you knew had another wife, that you knew had kids, that you knew was about to get divorced, have you ever had one of those situations? Many women will say yes. So where does that put you? That puts you in that puts you in a plural relationship. The fact that the fact that you just didn't go across the altar and marry two people doesn't mean you haven't participated in plural marriage or relationship. In fact, biblically, sex does lead you into a marriage. It doesn't need a marriage license. When you had sex biblically, you were married to the person. When you had sex biblically, you were married to the person. You don't need to be like, well, I'm not, I'm not polygamous. I didn't marry the person. 
when you, if you engaged in sex with them, you married them. This is how it used to be before the government got control. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Dr. Umar is dropping this reality on a lot of men. You practice monogamy. Women don't. Mm, mm, mm. You practice monogamy. Women don't. Now, she practices temporary ex sexual exclusivity on a um with with um sorry with um with conditions that's what i meant she practices temporary sexual exclusivity with conditions should the conditions be broken she goes and chooses another mate that is not monogamy y'all can act like that's monogamy temporary sexual exclusivity with conditions you must meet those conditions or you lose the mate then she moves to another one Let's play this part again because dudes need to hear this reality. I don't care if you tell me you're monogamous or not. You didn't choose it. It was chosen for you. All right, let me see it. Mm. Whenever, whenever a dude quotes the animal kingdom when he's talking about sex, that dude's f***ing. <laughs> even within the animal kingdom. So he said whenever dudes quote the animal kingdom, I don't know what he said to, to do something. I think it was the white guy. He said if whenever dudes quote the animal kingdom, he's something. I don't know what he said. but But again... Guys are trying to say we're not animals. We're sophisticated lions. That's all we are. We're sophisticated chimps. We're sophisticated animals. All right. Most of everything that we do is, and especially in, in lower poverty communities and lower economic communities, most everything we do is not off of thought. It's off of instinct. I'm going to say this again, and you'll realize this especially when you're in lower economic conditions. Everything we do is not based up here. It's based on instinct. It's not that long ago we were very uncivilized as a person, as a people, as a group of people. We were simply barbarians before there were video cameras. And now that there's video cameras, we act civilized. Most of the things we do are based on uh, uh, instinct, surviving, all day long, you're operating on instinct. If you're operating out of lust, instinct. If you're operating out of protecting yourself, securing, instinct. You don't have to think, all right? So people then say, well, we're not animals because we're sophisticated. Okay, just because we put on clothes doesn't mean we're that much better than the animal kingdom, if you will. Most things that we talk about in relationships don't exist. It's just fantasy. What a relationship should be. And a relationship should be this. And a relationship should be this. And guess what happens when you put it in real time? It's all instinctual bullshit that's happening. None of that thought actually applies to the relationship. You just fighting it. You fighting it. Well, I see what I did here, but I but I think that I should be doing this. And I feel that we should be doing that. You just fighting it. <laughs> you just fighting it. Hey, nature runs the world, not thought. You guys will get humbled at one point. You guys are going to get humble. Nature rules. And if you will, God rules. You can put God and nature in the same category. God and nature rules. You can be shaken off this planet just like that and not be missed. And not be missed. Don't think that you're almighty all thinkers. Nature rules. And when it comes to relationship, nature rules. Yes, it's the animal kingdom out here. When women go to nightclubs and bars to shake their ass, that is the instinct of the animal kingdom. That is nothing up here going on, okay? 
None of that shit is going on. Nature is in play. That is nothing about, I'm going to go out and have fun. She's going out there to shake her ass, mating call, mating rituals, get attention. She's in heat. She's selecting a mate. And if no mate is present, she'll go off into the next one. No, I'm just letting my hair down and I'm getting some stress. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. If you want to believe that, you can believe that. It's simply not true. You're doing a natural act, an act of nature at this time. Uh, have you ever noticed this? Have you ever noticed this? When um, when when it'll be like this, I, I guess, you know, I'm trying to keep, keep the thought on this one. But uh, yeah, ladies will simply, I'll skip that thought. I'll come back to it. But let's go back to Dr. Umar and let you play it again. Okay. The alphas tend to have more than one spouse. And if you also look at women, as much as they may chide polygyny, many women will date an alpha male with another woman mm. if she's attracted to him. Just look at the amount of women who date married men, but at the same time say they're against plural marriage. Mm. Whenever, whenever a dude quotes the animal kingdom when he's talking about sex, that dude's <laughs> Oh, he says that dude's banging. So whenever he calls the animal kingdom regarding sex, that dude's banging. Let's show you this for people who don't know. And we're kind of skipping forward here. Women choosing. This chart right here is called the incel version chart. <laughs> All right. But no, this chart right here represents what we are doing in our hyper hypergamy economy. I'm going to play a video that kind of backs this up. This is what we would think that we would be doing to select a partner who men would happily partner with, that is on the left. You're going to see in red how people think in our kingdom we select a mate. Oh, wait a minute. You guys can't see it. You guys can't see it. My apologies. My apologies. So I'll go back. This is how, this is how, this is the incel version chart. All right. So in this one, this is how men would select a partner. This is how we would be happily be able to select. And this is how, how in our intellectual mind, we select partners, okay? This is how our intellectual mind works, especially women. Women don't see this. They see that this is how we select partners. However, this is certainly how we select partners. This right here, and this is more indicative of nature or what someone would be called natural selection, meaning survival of the fittest. Meaning intellectually, we think it's something like this. But in nature, in the animal kingdom, the fittest survive. The strongest genes, the rarest genes, the genes that are been put up up top, whatever the criteria is, whatever the conditions are, this is how we mate. And it's getting worse and worse as we get over into this time where women are primarily choosing. And I'll get to that later. But the people who are shorter, fatter, goofier, mentally unstable, dumb, ignorant, mor morons, they get weeded out in sexual selection, which is this is nature. They get weeded out. Like if you don't cut the mustard, you don't cut the mustard. Sure. Could you end up with a mate? Yeah, she's probably going to end up with you eventually if she there's nobody else left. Sometimes most women say I could do bad all by myself, which there are available mates, but she'll say no. I don't want none of them. If anybody thinks we're doing anything other than this, you're out of your mind. This has nothing to do with monogamy. How could you? 
How could you say we're in a monogamous society when we're closely mating like this? Look at this chart. There's no way you're in a monogamous society if we mate like this. And I'm going to say we are very closely mating like this, if not worse. This is non-monogamy. This is hypergamy. This is plural. A woman will have babies with two or three different men settle down with the fourth men. That is not monogamy. Okay, let me just say this here. Let me just play this clip here, and then we'll go on to super chats and contributions. Let me see if I can add the volume. So again, intellectually, we might think we're doing monogamy, but in reality, when we're here in the animal kingdom, we're doing sexual selection. We're doing multiple partners. The guys at the top obviously have multiple women in that chart. The guys in the top part of the chart, and many times we know them to have multiple women, and this woman's going to exp express that. Fair use for the channel called Infinitely. This is him at the bottom, but we're going to pay attention to this woman at the top with the blonde hair. Let's go ahead and listen. She's going to talk about dating an NBA player is not what you think it is. Many women, not all, will make themselves available to the NBA player and eventually fall down to the normie guys. Some women don't at all, but let's just keep this in context. It's not just the NBA player. It could be a variety of guys. Let's just say top tier guy, top tier guy. Let's go ahead and play her clip. So I know this girl, she's dating an athlete and he's a high profile athlete, you know, like one of the, the famous ones. Okay. She knows a girl, uh, false. This is you. This is your story. This is you, ma'am. And that's you. <laughs> um, let's get so a lot of girls I've seen this. They will date a high profile athlete and they will believe they're the only one, but in the back of their animal instinct mind, they know that it is impossible that she's the only one. She knows there's other women, but she still sticks around. Let's go ahead and play it. And she's bomb, you know what I'm saying? Very beautiful girl. She's not famous or anything, but Regular girl, regular cute girl, you know? So, boom, he cheats on her again. Are we She cheats on her again. She cheats on her again, meaning she came back after the first episode of cheating. Let's go back. If we live in a monogamous society, how does a person go back to a person that's cheating? The reason why are the conditions are there to accept the cheating. That is not monogamy. That's not monogamy. If a woman doesn't leave a person that cheats and she comes back, how are you saying that's monogamy? She she accepted the cheating. Let's go ahead and get it. Here we go. Surprise. Of course not. But my thing is when like we talk about these celebrities and like, oh, so-and-so cheated on so-and-so, like, like, why is that news? Isn't that what we expect? Uh-oh. Now, she's not the end-all be-all. She's not speaking for all women. But she says, wait a minute. Isn't that to be expected? He's a high profile man. Or let's just put it in her context. She's an NBA player. He's an NBA player. Don't we expect him to cheat? Uh-oh. Doesn't that ruin the argument of, uh, doesn't that ruin your objection against what Dr. Umar said? Dr. Umar said alphas are going to have multiple women. Or if they're high profile, they're going to have multiple women. It's what we do in Animal Kingdom. She just backed it up. She just said, hey, shouldn't we expect him to have multiple women? 
Why? Why are we expecting him? Because he's top tier, at least genetically or economically. Let's continue. Like you're dating a rapper, you're dating an athlete. Don't you expect to be cheated on? Like where does loyalty lie on your priority list? It can't lie very high when you get a high tier man. That's just the bottom line. We can say it. You can diss Kevin Samuels all you want. But when we practice it, when you actually look what's going on here, the high tier men getting multiple women and they have the options to. You can act like you can want them to not to. Gentlemen, you can act like you wouldn't do it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Women will still select on you because you are who you are. Let's continue. And even she knows you've got another woman. Doesn't matter. In the animal kingdom, the survival of the fittest rules, meaning I got to get my genes to pass on. I don't care if that guy has another woman. I want that nut. Let's continue. You know, Thank it you. has to be it has to be after the money and after the lifestyle. My thing is me having loyalty really, really high on my priority list. I'm not going to date a rapper. I'm not dating an athlete. I'm not dating an actor. Why? I'm not sticking my hand in a shark's mouth. Nine times out of ten, that motherfucker's going to bite me. Finally. So I'm not going to play his part, but she's saying I don't want no parts of that. I don't want no parts of that. So a lot of women will say, yep, I don't want to date that guy. He has multiple women. I'll go for loyalty. However, let's just get it straight. Once she chooses loyalty, somebody says she's lying. Yes, people, what they say and what they do are two different things. Once she chooses loyalty, let's go back to the picture. Let's go back to the picture. Unfortunately, she's going to choose a lesser mate. All right. Eventually, she's just going to get settled down. And that's you. Or she'll end up all alone. She'll end up all alone. Some women, is, I ain't going to put up with that. She'll end up all alone. The guy that she's going to be with is she's going to settle with because she puts this above ever. It's, it's okay. People don't believe. And people don't believe her. I don't know. Why you don't believe her? Because she got a blonde wig. Because <laughs> she looked like she part of the straggle daggle Olympics. I mean, come on. Y'all don't believe the sister. Y'all don't believe the sister. Y'all poor. <laughs> Ladies, you see what you're up against. They don't even believe y'all out here. All right. Look, let me get to some contributions, man. And uh, do me a favor. Like the like the like the stream. Like the stream. This brings more people in here. <laughs> he says, never trust a woman, a beach in a blonde wig. Uh, that's actually true. That's a what would that be? An instinct. See, we're not as intellectual as we believe. We're barbarians. Uh, when you say things like never trust a beach in a blonde wig, that is an instinct. That's an instinct that you know. You've seen those women act funky out here. And you realize, I will never trust a woman with a blonde wig. That is <laughs> that is an instinct. All right, let me see here. Y'all say she lying. God, dog, man, y'all don't give no sister no. All right, shout out to my man, Jay Russell. Can't wait to your annual 12 Simps of Christmas stream. Shout out to the best. YouTube channel, Free Agent for Life. By the way, what a year. What a year we've had. We had a great year. And by the way, the 12 Simps of Christmas stream will be Liddy. Lord have mercy. I mean, we struggled to pick 12 Simps last year. This year, I mean, between Tyrese, TJ Holmes, Will Smith, uh, uh, what's his name? The, the quarterback from the Broncos, Russell Wilson. I mean, there's two. Uh, D, what's his name? Uh, the uh, Derek Jackson. We're gonna nominate 
on um actually we're going to have an awards uh, nomination on coachgregadams.locals.com so you'll be able to vote for your 12 cents of christmas this year your emmy yudoka prince harry he's he wins every year prince harry but he's got steep, no 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 prince harry's got steep competition this year i mean this year is un hafiz hafiz has got to be on the list yeah brother oh kanye west you can put kanye west because he got divorced great the kingdom come right <laughs> And he was acting funky all year. Dude, I'm going to tell you, uh, we got some great nominees for 12 Simpsons of Christmas. So I'm going to have you guys. Somebody said Trollo. <laughs> all right. This year, we're going to have you guys vote on it because it's out of control. No government name says, Coach, you missed my PayPal I sent last night. <laughs> he says, I'm sure your PayPal isn't messing with you. You pronoun My pronouns are prosecute Fauci. Mine are too. Wait a minute. Oh, you know what happened? You you must have gave it to me during the stream, but I think I did it uh, when you came back on. Uh, you must have did it in the member stream. Oh, I see it right there. Let me see. Oh, I did. I did when I came on today. I think I gave it to you. Oh, I did it. He says, what's up, coach? Happy money day. I did miss it. So he's right. I got he says, my pronouns are prosecute Fauci. The receipts are coming. I mostly only see people in the community still wearing masks. Yes. Like, how y'all still? Maybe y'all got, any, what do you call it, uh, pre-existing conditions or something like that? But, like, Lord, y'all still go. We need to prosecute Fauci for sure. Oh, he's a plain and honorable man. Oh, boy. Where are we at? Kevin, Kevin Jack says, uh, had a conversation with a single mother. She managed to say younger women are in their prime, but the real prime is at 50 for women. He said, Coach, give her the buzzer. I don't know how we keep messing this up. Prime are two different things. A sexual prime, and then there's a relationship prime. There's prime selection to pass on seed. That would be a fertility sexual. That would be a relationship prime. Like you have fertility. You have a use. People also confuse it with men as well. But we're out here acting because men are like, no, men are in their prime in their 20s. You goofball. Not in relationship selection. No, you're in your sexual prime. Yes. <laughs> okay. Like you can just bang, bang, bang. You should. You can go rounds and all that stuff when you're in your 20s. But you are no longer. You're when it comes to mate selection, meaning it comes to selecting the perfect mate that is perfect for the other person, not perfect for you. You're perfect for the other person. You're not in your prime men in your 20s. Matter of fact, there are some men that are highly selected in their 20s, but majority, like 95% of men in their 20s are not even close to being in their prime. That's going to be later in their lives. Now, let's go back to women. Are we still pushing the fact that a woman could be in her sec in her relationship selection prime in her 50s? Where are we? What are we doing? She can't even deliver and bring forth children to the world. <laughs> the majority of them can't. Like 95% of them cannot without the help and miracles of modern science. What are we doing here? This is when intellect, this is when our intellect is really fighting God and nature. God's last nature. And you look like an ignoramus trying to make people feel good lying to each other. God and nature rules. You can't bring forth children. You're not a sexually selective. You're not even sexually selective prime. You're basically a piece of uh, toilet paper that will be discarded quickly because you can't bring forth children, number one. 
Number two, you're stuck in your own. Why are we still acting like this? And there's some, you know who the simp of all simps who keep pushing this? Black men. I'm tired of this shit. You know what I mean? If it wasn't for you, these people would have had a reality check long time ago, but you didn't take your simp alter. Black men are doing this because you, just like Umar is going to say later, in which I'm going to agree with them, you're the catfish of the sea. You're the low-hanging fruit collectors. You're the one out here taking anything and everything. You're the one out here taking the lowest options of all races of women, including your own. This is actually goofy. Look, here's the deal. I think women can be attractive at any age. I think women can be attractive at anything, at any age. Doesn't mean you're in your prime. I don't care about the black don't crack. I don't care. <laughs> okay. So you look better than the white women at 50. And that, that, that means nothing. That gives you a slight advantage. Can you bring forth children? Can you create a home? Are you marriageable? That is a prime. Those are things that are indicative of a prime. But also, your history as an individual matters. So if you're at 50 and you look good, doesn't matter. You could be a piece of garbage as a human being. That doesn't mean your prime selection. It's it's actually just he's I just don't understand where we're getting to this, where we're fighting God and fighting nature. A woman gets her 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 cycle, which is called a period, because it comes around periodically. This is not anything to be discussed about. Naturally, it should come down periodically. And early on, she gets it when she's in her early teens. This brings nature and God into it. This means she could be, she's fertile. At that point, people start injecting all kind of foreign uh, stuff in there to prevent this woman from having children all the way up until late 20s, early 30s. Then the other factors come in. Is she marriageable? How many men has she had? So forth and so on. Does she have an attitude? Is she sassy? Can she, can she bring forth healthy children? So this is what we're doing to ourselves. You're actually fooling yourselves out here. And it's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing as a people. Because <laughs> the only guys that are going to see, look, it's fine if women want to push this. Great. But when simps, Simpolta, many of them black men keep pushing this shit. I don't know what to tell you. It, it's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Because you are the, supposed to be the lovers of the Lord, but you fight the Lord the most. Out of wedlock children and whatnot. I mean, I just don't understand. Let's get a grip. The reality is there are attractive women in their 50s. Yes. I, I admit that. I'm not going to not admit that. But to come out here and say that woman is in her prime is nonsense. And it's similarly nonsense for men to say a man in 40s and 50s is old and he's useless. That would be it. That would be that would be false as well to say then the men in their 20s, men in their 20s have better value than men in their 40s just because they can screw in the bed. I swear to God. Just because they have stamina. He's more valuable in, in the animal kingdom. You guys are lunatics. <laughs> you guys are lunatics. Oh, he's bald, fat, old, gray. 
40, but he's successful. He has a house and he could actually have multiple wives support them without any problem. And he does. He has multiple women in that he supports. Yes. And he could do it without a problem. Y'all call him all kind of tricks. All right. You got all kind of nonsense as to why that guy's useless. Oddly enough, going back to the black community, since Dr. Umar's a conversation, oddly enough, for some reason, the women still have value in their 40s and 50s, but the men are trash and garbage and by their 40s and 50s. Can somebody explain how we got to that intellectual moronic thought? Why is it that men in their 40s and 50s are garbage, but women are in their prime in their 40s and 50s? How did we get to that point? Somebody explain, how did we get there? <laughs> Come on, man. That's clown world. That, that's absolute clown world. You guys are operating in, in simpery to a, a, a level that God is embarrassed at you. And this is why God continues to punish those people. <laughs> Oh, man. Your single mother lied to you. Just just, just get it straight. Your single mother lied to you. And you guys are horny fools, I swear. He said, God ain't embarrassed by me. You guys are doing him a disservice calling his name out and praying to him every night, and this is what you do. All right. D. Rose is in the building. He says, for the lesson this morning, coach. We can put men down that have great value, but we will have somebody that has no value, economically poor, but because she can put makeup and Botox on, she still has value out here. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I'm not putting those women down. Ladies, I can give you the once over test. You can have a night with coach. We'll have fun, but you're not going past that. You're going to be practice. Anyway, shout out to Oatmeal Danny. He says, gents, Protect your purpose and meet. Woo! In the building. All right, Rolo's Pantene Hair Weave. He said Saturday's live stream was epic. Thank you. Appreciate that. I'm going to see what's up on Vimo. I want to see what's up on Vimo. If you want to call it self-hate, call it self-hate. I don't know what to call it, but I can't call it. All right, Venmo needs some love, I see. Okay. No government name. He says, love having cameras at my front door to see people coming and going on their own. I sleep better at night now. Also using SA. He says, way better than dealing with, with all of the games modern women play. You have the advantage for sure. We also, was also the cost of two traditional dates. Yeah. Exactly. Thanks for the game, coach. Yep. You'll find that out. It's going to be cheaper on your pockets. All right. We got a brother that's uh, disagreement here. We're going to call you James E. Cornette. This is the only area I disagree with you, coach. He says, mainly when it comes to helping your parents, he says, honor your father and mother, and it will be with you and your days will be long on the earth. This is the only community or commandment that comes with an actual promise attached to it. And this is true, too. I believe in honoring your parents, your mother and father. Definitely when you're in your youth. I think that that's the, the Bible was describing. <laughs> However, taking care of them after they shot themselves in the foot, that's going to be a no. Some of your parents, they don't deserve it. All right. So I'm going to just let you know like that right there. There's a level of respect. Here's the thing. I don't mind taking care of parents. 
just like I don't mind taking care of women. But when it's an entitlement, I'm supposed to do it? No. No. I'm not supposed to. So don't tell me what I'm supposed to do. All right. Now, if you're going to treat me like a piece of shit or you're going to be a parasite amongst me. No. That's going to be a no. I mean, I'm just letting you know, you better be appreciative of what the great coach Alini is about to get give to you. But uh, you are a grown ass adult. Not only that, you have more time than me. So you should be in a better position than me up until a point. But I've seen parents and specifically single mothers say they don't need no damn man for about 40 or 50 years. And then they get to the point where then on their husband, their son, husband, they they use that son, husband as the man that they should have submitted to 30 years ago. OK, so she's been out there in these streets running, shaking her ass, if you will, or focusing on her career. So I could focus on my career. And then they want to come out here now and then expect me to be the husband type and support them when they should have found a man to support them long time ago. But they were refusing to submit. So there is bad judgment. And thus, I owe you nothing. Go find you a man. Go find you a man. Because I ain't it. Because here's the here's the reality. Let me just put some years on there for you. If I'm if let's just say your mother's 25 years, some of your mothers are 16 years older than you, but that's neither here or there. <laughs> but some of you guys right now, let's say your mother's 20 to 25 years older than you. OK, so let's say she hits her 60s. She hits her 60s and you're just now getting your stride as a man and you're now about to hit 40. 35, 40. Now she's about to wind down in life, but you're about to get your sea legs. You're about to start experiencing the wonderful things of life. You're about to experience, especially if you built something of yourself to be able to support your mom into her 60s, 70s, and 80s. You're now 35, 45, 50. You're, you're, you're right now about to enjoy life. But what people do is tell that man to go back and go take care of his mama as if he was taking care of children. Now, here's the thing. I was just taking care of children. Now I have a life period of where I can experience growth and the rewards of life, but I got to now in the next five years, take care of my mama and daddy. Oh, hell no, 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 I ain't about to go sit up in Columbus, Ohio with my mama living in the back room trying to see if she took her medication. No, hell no. She got a man for that. Go find somebody else for that. <laughs> somebody says, here's a woman. You, the, This is a woman. You, the child, got to take care of the parents. <laughs> All right. I'm supposed to take care of them? No, that's what husbands, that's what husbands and wives do. The black community always, oh, you got to go back and take care of them. Where's the husband and the wife? Where's the daddy? Where's Papa? Where's Papa? They could be in a nursing home for that shit. I got to live my life. My life is not here to serve. I got to raise kids, then finish wiping their ass, put them into college, and then go sit up under my mama all day? Hell no. That's a no. <laughs> That's going to be a no. Look, if you would do it right by nature, nature provides the reward. If you do it right by God, God comes back and provides the reward and it naturally takes care of itself. But you're doing the opposite. You're using intellect and stupidity to make a system work and it doesn't work back for you. Not only that, 
if you would have had a polygamous system, oh, if you would have had a system of community in reality, it would everybody would take care of themselves, but it's everybody for themselves. I'm an adult now. From the years of 30 and 55 and 60 belongs to me. Belongs to me. It doesn't belong to anybody. It doesn't belong to my children. It doesn't belong to my parents. Now, if I if they happen to make 80 and I make 60, or if they happen to make 85 and I make 65, okay, now we're talking. Now I'm slowing down. I didn't live my life. I didn't travel. I did whatever I need to do. I've got the fruits of my labor. Okay, if we're at that age, then okay, we can slow down. But I'm not going to be in my mid-30s, in my 40s, in my 50s, taking care of old people. I'm not. And I don't, he says, somebody says the Asians take care, fam. That's because they actually have a family. They actually have a family. But you don't know, what you don't know is a lot of times these Asian, the Asian couples are taking care of the wife's family. Mm. <laughs> Y'all don't know, man. The Asian couple is taking care of the wife's family. Not always, but that's the truth. And the husband is being worked like a government mule. So don't tell me that, oh, the Asians do this. They, yeah, they do that, but the husband's being worked to death. <laughs> right? So anyway, oh, man. So just know that as a man. Anyway. Faith, I got to get to this one. She says, laughing my A off. Coach, stop it with these goofy simp faces, making goofy faces in the building. Shout out to you in my Trey Song's voice. She also says, Coach, Charlatan, Charlemagne, now uh, it says the wife admitted that she once cheated on him while they were just dating with a man with a bigger peen. Wow. He said that that, that really messed him up. He probably still messed up if you catch my drift. He says, unless... He uses a pump. Wow, that's crazy, too. That's crazy, too. So he that's why he got chin checked. We live in a different world, man. I, you guys are trying to, oh, we need to do this and we need to do that. I, I guarantee you, uh, our, uh, ladies, ladies, you're going to take care of your family and get rid of your career. You're going to take care of your mama and daddy. Are you Ladies, are you listening to me? Because there's some ladies here. Are you giving up your career and your life to take care of your parents? I'll wait. You know what it normally is? It's normally they want men to do that shit. Hey, here's the deal. Men, if you have momentum in life, you got to put them to the side. You know what I mean? You got to put them to the side. I got momentum now. One thing about people, one thing about people is that when you're gaining momentum, like a guy in his 30s, 40s, and 50s is gaining momentum, this guy has the capacity to become one of the elite people in society if people would leave his ass alone and let him focus on it. But what people do is the opposite. They begin to say, oh, it looks like you're taking off. Let's join on. And they'll jump on his back. Now, here's the problem with that. If you jump on that man's back, he's limited as to how high he can fly. He can't fly that high anymore because you lazy bums are on my back. Most of you lazy ass bums made bad decisions in your life to get you to the position you were in. But you're going to derail the train because you can't take care of yourself and wipe your own ass. Hell no. 
I'm taking off. I'm going. I'm about to fly. Now, catch me when I land. You know what I mean? Catch me when I'm done flying. Okay, I'm done flying. I done flew around the world and I, yeah, yeah. Now, okay, what do we have now? Where's everybody now? Okay, look, I done built the kingdom. I done built a great kingdom. Now you you people can have that place over there. You in the dungeon over there. You in the prison. You in over there. But you guys derail men when you see potential in men. Yes, you derail them when you see potential on men. And then you tell them what they're supposed to do. I tell you what I'm supposed to do. See, here's the thing. I know I'm going off here. In negotiation, in negotiation, you're negotiating with a person that has the ability to change your life and take care of you. In that negotiation, people then heap their normie thoughts on me as if they have the power. I'm sorry, you're in need. In this negotiation, I tell you what I'm going to give you. You don't tell me what you're going to what what you're expecting of me. I tell you what I'm going to give you and you take it. I don't get why you're supposed to get more. I got the leverage. You don't. <laughs> Where did we confuse? Okay, these people got the money. I'm going to tell them what to do. What are we doing? Okay, I got the ability to help you, but you, I'm going to tell you what you're supposed to do. You guys got to understand that once you cuff your ball, take your hand. Everybody, let's do this exercise right now, and I'll say pause. Take your hand. Take your hand like this. Turn that some bitch upside down. And go right down right there and cuff your balls. You got the leverage. You got the power. You get the power to tell everybody what the hell they're going to do. Pause. Nobody gets to tell me what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> what are we doing? Especially when you got no leverage or power. <laughs> what are we doing? You supposed to do this. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Let me see here. I got, I got to get back to the show. All right. Divorce attorney, divorce attorney loses his life. Uh, very risky professional. If you're thinking of going into family law, be careful because family law can cause you to get your life taken and snuffed just like that. So let's go ahead and go here. And I know people that have been involved on the opposite side of diverse divorce attorneys can understand the feelings here, the sentiments, but um, we don't encourage people to take this course of action because our freedom is of the utmost importance. It says right here, divorce attorney got deleted. Let's go ahead and delete. It says right here, and his office set on fire by the client's ex. This is a danger. The suspect was the husband of a woman that attorney divorced. Uh, sorry, Doug Lewis was representing in the couple's divorce. Of course, people had all kind of great names, great things to say about him. But of course, he is working for the devil. And sometimes when you're greedy, the chickens come home to roost. I'm just letting you know. I'm just saying. It says right here, a contentious divorce case led to a deletion and arson at the law offices of one of the divorce attorneys late Wednesday. According to the court documents and police files, popular beloved Lawrenceville attorney Doug Lewis was shot inside of his law office 
And then the office was set on fire. What a damn. That's reprehensible. Oh, the humanity. We don't tell you to take these courses of actions. I don't endorse this. It turns out that one of Lewis's clients was a woman who had filed for divorce earlier last year. And police said that it was the woman's husband who went after Lewis. There he is right there. All right. Um, guys, here you guys go again. This is what I see. This guy's look. He's old, weathered, saddened, beaten down, destroyed. And the guy's in his 60s, if not approaching 70s. Now, here's the deal. This is what we warn you about. I'm one to believe that, listen, I tried marriage once. I don't need to try it again because I'm gambling against these odds. Sure, I can get a 30-year marriage. And but if I'm 70 and she divorces me, I'm going through a divorce in my 70s. It was hard enough to go through it in my mid 30s. I definitely wouldn't want to go through it during this point of my life. This is a point of my life where I'm supposed to take care of people. Right. It says right here. Let me see here. It says uh, they're going to say we're going to miss him. They're just going to put his ass in a pine box. He was a consummate gentleman and so forth and so on. Let me see if we see he practiced law for 30 years. And. um Okay, they'll talk about you see him at the park. He was a dedicated family man with a wife and children and also worked in the industry that destroys families. Okay, anyway. All right, they're, they're, they're bigging him up for sure. And it says right here, the Gwinnett Fire Department and medical examiner are still investigating. And the guy himself is initially being charged with two felonies, malice, deletion, and arson, as he should be. So there it is, a very risky profession. Uh, family law is not as pretty as you would think. But family law depends on people getting married and then thus getting their claws into them and encouraging people to divorce. And uh, unfortunately, men don't realize this part of the system, uh, the wicked part of the system and the wicked part of the system are the rules you're going to agree to when you're trying to take care of people, when you're trying to do the right thing. The system is wicked now. The system is no longer under the uh, the forces of God. They're under the forces of evil. Okay, so now you're getting married and you believe you're getting married under the Lord. And I told you and warned you, there's no God in marriage in America. The devil operates and presides over marriage. And here's another situation here. And um, now you got a, somebody that has lost their life in the name of love. Lost their life in the name of love. Let me do some. Um, let me get rid of the Venmo's over here. Macaroni Tony. He says, chill, CGA, you know, brothers are starving out here. Yes, they are. Yeah, that brother's starving. That 38-year-old that prison bay had the chat ready to risk becoming a stepdaddy. Yes, she yes, she did. Yes, she did. With them googly eyes. Larry Leaser checking in. If Dr. Umar offered you $120,000 a year to teach high school masculinity courses at his school, would you accept? Nope. No, they're going to eventually not have enough money to pay me. Macaroni Tony, while right once again, I remember knocking out a WNBA woman in my backseat after the club, looking at her snap later in the week and seeing she had a whole girlfriend. She had a whole girlfriend. Very common. I've been in situations where I knocked out a woman and she was very enthusiastic only to discover she was married. That's happened multiple times. And or have a, And if you know, if you're in the modern day dating field as a man, you know that there's a lot of married women that are doing the um, what do they call it? Not ethical, ethical non-monogamy, ethical non-monogamy. They have boyfriends, they have wives. I'm sorry, they have husbands, and they are offering themselves and sometimes for money. Sometimes they call them hot wives, dude. 
let's not get into that. No government name. Can you do an episode where you tell us your top 10 live streams of all time and top blue chip live streams? I don't even I don't keep track, so I'm sorry. I know a lot of people keep track of their streams in the middle of the video. They'd be like, I did this video and they'll put the clip up and they'll put the whole damn thumbnail up and they'll put the card up there. I don't remember what video I did. I have no clue. <laughs> All right. So I can't tell you. I would have to go in and do some research. Let me see here. She managed to say, okay, so we 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 got, uh, who is this right there? Okay. We got Mr. Jackson in the building. But uh, yeah, man. And uh, I think this open relationship marketplace is going to highly benefit women. It doesn't benefit men. Because eventually your girlfriend's going to come around. Oh, I think I need another man. Jay Cool says, Coach, I was eating lunch. Sorry for that. He says, also, the bills are what we thought they were. Yeah, I, I said the bills are going to be a, a menace. The bills are going to be a menace. But, of course, then, um, you know, this is what happens when you meet or marry promiscuous women. They're going to miss the carousel. They're going to miss the carousel. So, you know, what's going to happen is. <laughs> They'll get you after a certain amount of time, and then they'll get bored. Their feet will get a little bit. Uh, their feet will fall asleep. And then I say, you know what could change things? Open marriage. Now, they might make it seem like it's your idea. But, guys, you don't have leverage in an open marriage where your woman's getting openly piped down by another man. You got no leverage. You're going to get ruined. <laughs> All right? You're going to get ruined. The other way around it can work. And the reason why, ladies, do you want to know why? Why? I know what ladies want to know why. Ladies are like, why? Why can't we be like you? They want to be like us so bad. Ladies, you want to know why? You want to know why you cannot be the big dog? Woof. You want to know why you can't just be openly promiscuous like men? You want to know why? Woo. <laughs> Ladies want to know why. I'm going to tell you why. And always remember this. Men are the hammer, you're the nail. No, that's not it. The reason why, and the reason why it makes sense. Women can, there you go, Stormy got it, Stormy got it. Women cannot serve two masters. Women cannot serve two masters. It is impossible emotionally. It's impossible economically. It's impossible sexually. They are not built for that. They're not built for that. They can't serve two masters. Even in the Bible, it says that. She can only serve one. This is the problem with the whole thing about them having a career. Economically, they're serving their boss way more than they're serving their husband. And their husband has to take the sacrifice. And of course, many people who take Simpalta oftentimes say, well, at least she's getting a check. Well, you moron that you're losing her. She can't serve you in the way. And ultimately, she will come back worn out. 90% of her absolutely worn out. She'll come back to you. Oh, baby, I can't I can't keep up with my end of the bargain. Oh, you guys are goofy. Sexually, if a woman's getting piped down by multiple men, there's one dude getting the crown and the rest of y'all getting clowned. All right. There's no way. Yes, they can have multiple sexual mates, but she's not going to serve you. So if you have an open marriage and she goes out there, other, she can't serve two. She can't serve two. You're going to eventually lose. Emotionally, they can't serve two. A, a woman that, Lisa, listen, uh, uh, 
a guy that cheats on his wife or his girlfriend, which I don't think it's called cheating. You just you just ain't got the commitment yet. But let's just say you somebody cheats. If a man cheats, and I'm not encouraging it, I'm just telling you what we do. If a man cheats, he can come home to his girlfriend or wife, kiss her right on her lips. I love you, darling. And he'll be in love with her. All he did was skeet it over here. And he'll skeet, 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 skeet to the window, to the wall, and come back every night to his woman, wife, and be like, now, a woman who does this, let's put the shoes on the other foot. A woman who does this, she goes and gets her back blown out by some good pipe. She will come home and then arguments will ensue. She'll come home and she'll start to look at her husband as less than. She'll start to disrespect him. It's only a matter of time. The walls are going to come crashing down. Her new master has her emotionally and sometimes sexually. It's gone. She'll start to find fault in that man, which is her husband, who doesn't, who's completely unaware. Now, he's going to see things are starting to get weird. He's going to be like, things are getting weird with my girl. What is she doing? And why is she, why is she acting funny? He goes to her best friend. Why my girl acting funny? You know her. Is she doing anything weird? Her girlfriend like, maybe if you bought teddy bears, chocolate, flowers. Maybe if you took her out on date night. Maybe if you took her to a vacation. You start coming up. She start coming up with all kinds of shit. Knowing her, her friends getting her back blown out. She starts disappearing. Her attention starts flowing where the baloney pony is showing, right? The baloney pony, <laughs> I got messed it up. The baloney pony is flowing from the other men and she's getting wrenched over there. And you, she starts to tailor off the sex, right? You were having sex. She found a new guy. She can't keep both people happy sexually. So she'll start giving you dead fish, lazy, whatnot. She can't give you what she gives the other man. She cannot serve two masters. That's how she gets exposed. If your woman's doing things that are weird, what do I say? There's another bull in the ring. She cannot fight two bulls. She's the hammer. You're the hammer. She's the nail. You're the bull. She cannot fight two bulls. She can only pay attention to one of the bulls. If another bull jumps in the ring, she either got to pay attention to that bull or risk getting gored. This is why when men cheat is different than when women cheat. So when women are like, well, we can do it. Guys, no, not really. I mean, you could do it theoretically, but you're going to lose the woman once you open that up. Once you open that up. Now, if you provide some sort of great security to her, she'll stick around. But the respect won't be there. She won't look at you as a masculine figure. She might argue. She might become cantankerous, contentious. She might start to, I mean, it's, she can't do it. It's impossible. So this is why it goes when they say, well, why can't we? The reality is it doesn't work out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just unfortunate. I don't know. Listen, blame it on God. Don't blame it on men. Shout out to Bernardo says, greetings, coach. Earlier this year, I was super chatting you from the Dominican Republic. Now I'm watching you from Bogota in Colombia. Passport gang in the building. Shout out to you. And he got money. I got money. All right. And, you know, listen, we're just different as men and women. I know we want to try to make it so. And I often find it interesting. 
the advantages that men have, women want those advantages. But the disadvantages that men have, women want no part of. <laughs> right? We don't they'd be like, no, nah, no, nah, we don't want all that though. It's kind of like they get to pick out all the green Skittles. And then they leave all the red and the purple Skittles in the bowl. Ah, right, we don't want them. It's like when you get the Christmas candy and you start, they start just biting into them halfway. Oh, no, nah, I don't want that. Ah, oh, that one. Oh, yeah, that's the one I want. They set that shit to the side. <laughs> no, nah, I don't want that part of being a man, but that part right over there, we want that part. That seems like that's a favorable advantage to you, so let's be equal there. But every, yeah, cherry picking like a mother sucker. All right. They be cherry picking all the advantages men have. They want it. And and here's the crazy thing. It's only the advantage that a small percentage of men have. Now, that is the craziest part. We're going to get to that next when we talk about hypergamy. They look at the advantages that a small percentage of men have. And then they be like, well, men get to do and the dudes that go to work every day grind. They work in the slime in the pits, these dudes don't have none of them advantages that they asking for. None. You'd be like, what? I'm sorry. They'd be like, we want to be CEOs too. And you like, well, I'm not a CEO. <laughs> the only time I'm a CEO is when I start my own business. Once you start your own business. No, oh, that's too hard. I just want to be the CEO of Yahoo. I do too. Like, what are you talking about? Soon as the advantages, as soon as we be like, oh, you want equality on a job? I got a job for you. I'd be like, there's a job, there's a career for you. So I could focus on my They'd be like, we don't want to do that. Shout out to the roughnecks out here. Ah, oh, we don't want to do that. We not cut out for that. <laughs> That's an L on you. If I don't see y'all banging down the doors to become roughnecks, hey, they make six figures too. Them roughnecks make six figures. So you guys got to go out there. There's plenty of jobs out there. Them boys be losing arms and legs all the time. Of course, they don't want to do it. Nah, nah, it's too dangerous. See, that's the hypocrisy. And you got to know it. Last one. No government name. I saw a video and thought it would be a perfect application of the free agent lifestyle. I thought I was listening to CGA the whole time. Perfect for the stream. And link is down below. But I, I can't click it and I can't show it today. Let me see something. But I'll put it up in my save tab. I'll put it up in my save tab. Damn, it's a long ass video too. All right, shit. I can't watch all that. All right. Uh, appreciate you that. All right. Let's get to this topic here. And I'm going to come back to the Super Chats. Hyper hypergamy, the consequences of women choosing their own mates and why can we agree that the dating and marital marketplace is in full chaos? 
First, we have to admit that. I know there's Hafiz is going to come in here and says, I'm doing good. Okay. For now, you're doing good right now. But it's in full chaos. We have a lot of people that feel slighted, men and women. Why is that? Well, if we go back into the history of what we've done as human beings, we've done it quite differently than what we do today. Uh, past the Victorian age into the Industrial Revolution age, we practiced something called courting. Many marriages were arranged based on the lack of security, stability, economically, so forth and so on. There was a reason why people paired, and it wasn't the myth of fantasy and romance. But since romance sold a lot of dollars, sold a lot of diamonds, sold a lot of uh, restaurants, uh, sold a lot of um, sold a lot of chocolates and flowers and so forth, and we had the admin or the madmen actually pushing this to us, women thought that they were entitled to something a little bit different, which is the great feelings of love. Many men are being conditioned this way as well, but it's a position of weakness in you. I don't want to debate it, but just look at your own life. But they're in the past, and let me see if I can put up these tabs here. Let me see if I can put it these tabs. In the past, and I'm not saying we should go back there, but there was a time where people helped women choose a mate. Who would help a woman choose a mate? Okay, we would go back into our fathers or our parents would help a woman choose a mate. We would actually say, mm, maybe not him, or he's part of the Johnsons from Tupelo. The Johnsons from Tupelo aren't that good, but the Johnsons from Oxford are a little bit better. You know, we work very hard to be where we are. Why go mess with and marry or get impregnated by Demetrius? Demetrius from Columbus. Don't mess with Demetrius. He's a womanizer. He's a snake. So the father would have influence and the parents would have influence. Who would also have the influ influence potentially? Brothers, siblings. Siblings will be like, do not fornicate with my sister. If you come around with my sister, I'm going to punch you in the nose. I'm going to give you a knuckle sandwich. All right. Something like that. Because the brothers knew that you were no good. Because if you got involved with the sister, the sister obviously would get imprinted. And then it could be a disaster. You're going to break the sister's heart. So the brothers would have a little bit of influence. Somebody said it in the thing here. The church would have influence. You would take your uh, court mate to the church and the church would be like, oh, hell no. Or the church would be like, he's one of the good men. Yes, go ahead and proceed there. Now, naturally, as a rebellious spirit of the American woman, she would be like, wow, if everybody likes him, he's the wrong guy, obviously. I like Demetrius. But the elders would come around and you would parade your courting relationship to the elders and the elders would be like, give you the stamp of approval. That's the one. If you grew up in a culture where it was a little bit more poverty, many times they would pair up a woman with an older man. Hey, you know what? You're going to need to be protected. Pair them up. If you had a fast woman, if you had a fast tail woman who was out there slanging ass, all right, what they would do is they would pair you up with a person to prevent you from harming the rest of the street in the community, from prevent you from fornicating with the married men. They would pair you up and they would be like, y'all, we need to pair this. We need to get her up. See, this is how true relationships have worked for many years. But then we got away from that because women started to be flower children. They started to engulf themselves in the digital sexual revolution. They also tried to compete with men. If men are doing this, we should be able to do this. And it's been a recipe for disaster. Let me show you this chart here. Let me show you this chart. Uh, let's see here. And uh, I've talked about dating stems from prostitution. And I've proved it many, many times. But what you are doing here, this chart is going to show you. Dating versus courting. 
Let's see what dating includes and see what courting includes. All right. Um, uh, la, 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 la. Uh, dating right here. Dating is casually getting to know a person or persons you may eventually have a romantic relationship with. Opposed to courting is courting is a romantically involved with someone with the intentions of marrying. I've been telling you, you've been doing dating all wrong. You've been doing a stem, something stems from prostitution. And right now the lines are, are completely blurred. You can't even tell what is a prostitu prostitution date or a real date. But you see the difference here. Let's go down. Difference. Dating may or not, may or may not end up in marriage. Where courting ends up in marriage or there's no more association. If there's no courting, there is no association that will lead to anything. Dating may or may not end up in marriage. And most dates do not end up in marriage. What does it end up? It ends up, it may involve sexual intimacy. Dating may involve sexual intimacy, and obviously, you're going to lose. Women ultimately will pick a guy, have sexual intimacy, and lose the guy in a matter of minutes till seconds. Courting does not include sexual intimacy. It is off the table until what? It ends in marriage. Now, dating does not involve parental approval or supervision, where courting involves parental approval and supervision. You see the difference. Women want to be courted, but they want to leave their family out of it. They want to leave their church out of it. They want to leave their community out of it. They want to leave their siblings out of it. They want to select their own mate. And then ultimately they get pumped and dumped, piped and flighted. And then they wondering why they keep doing it wrong. And I've been telling you, you've been doing it wrong, but here's the deal. Women choose their own mates. They want to keep everybody out of it. It's their own business, but they keep getting knocked up by these dudes. Let's go ahead and give you another portion of this chart. It says right here, dating can be casual. It may not involve any deep emotions. All it is is me getting deep into her. Courting, serious, and involves deep emotions. And all these things have to be true for a courting situation to happen. So if anybody says, particularly women, why don't men court anymore? You Got to allow other people to have influence on who you marry. And you got to take your peace leave off the table. You can't be having sex out here and then expecting courting. You can't have multiple babies by one or two multiple men and expect courting. Courting's off the table for you. You're forever dating or close to prostitution at that point. Or better yet, practice. That's it. So don't try to merge and blur the lines. It's pretty simple. If you want to select your own mates, deal with the consequences of selecting your own mates. And that's what we're doing today. Okay. So here we go right here. Are you introducing your mate to your preacher? Are you introducing your mate to uh, your family, your grandparents, your church, your community? Are you doing this? All the men before you sleep with them. Are you doing it? The answer is no. Nope. And this is why we got hyper hypergamy. This is why. All right, so let me go on in here and show you historically what women and men have done to try to make this work before the divorce rate was 50%, before the breakup rate was 99%. People would do something where they would have a bride price or a dowry. Now, historically, this is what people have done in which a bride price is which is a payment by the groom or the groom's family to the bride or the family of the bride. Or a dowry was a down payment. It was basically a wealth transfer, all right, from the bride's family to the groom. This is because it was a business transaction. This is because there was a necessity to bring people together. This is because we were living highly in an agrarian culture where we needed to build big families. 
All right. And we did this primarily very early in a woman's life, because if she didn't do it early in her life, she would be called an old maid. All right. So this is what we used to do, what we're doing now. And it was highly successful. Divorce rates. Listen, just because people weren't in love like you thought they would be doesn't mean it was successful. Yes, there was also abuse. So we need to acknowledge there was abuse primarily by men during this time. So now women want to choose their own mates. They've been failing at it miserably. Divorce rates well above 50%. Women initiate divorces at 80%. You got dating marketplace screwed because they want to pick their own mates, but they've been disastrous at it. Disastrous. Uh, let's show you this. So uh, arranged marriages is a arranged marriage is a, a marital union planned by watch this planned by the families, typically the parents of the couple. That's a that's what an arranged marriage is. Now, the arranged marriage divorce rate, although that doesn't mean anything, arranged marriage divorce rate is four percent, four percent. Now, this is because they get married for other reasons other than love, but they still procreate. They still have sex. And eventually they would get an attachment with each other. But because of feminism, we're now trying to convince people who are in arranged marriages as being what? You're being oppressed. So people that are involved in arranged marriage cultures, although their marriages are not perfect, they are now being told you can find love in a maid out here by yourself without the help of your family. And now India, cultures that are traditionally led by dowries, dowries are now illegal, bride prices are now illegal, women can choose their own mate, women are divorcing like crazy in India, and eventually they're going to experience in about 50, 60, 70 years what we're experiencing today, okay? which is a disastrous marital marketplace, which is a marketplace dealt with women choosing their own mates and hyper hypergamy. Let's get to what that is. You might be going, what is that? Okay, I showed you this chart a little bit earlier, earlier, which is what we're doing now. We're no longer in a monogamous society. If you believe you're in a monogamous society, you're out of your mind. You got to be a lunatic. I don't know what you define monogamy is as, but we don't practice it. We don't practice it at all. This is what we do on paper, and this is how we persecute people for having affairs in temporary sexual exclusive relationships. Now, nature dictates that the better person with the better genes, the better chance of survival, the better economics, the better whatever you want to call it, bigger, better, better, is going to be selected more by a wide range of women. They're going to always look at that person as the better mate. He might be an asshole, but he does have things. Now, some women are going to believe that they can't get that woman. Some women are going to be practice sessions for this man right, right here. Some women are going to believe they're not going to be able to get this man, so they're going to disqualify themselves automatically. And then they're going to pick someone that they, quote, unquote, settle for. So she's going to settle for you to be monogamous because she believes that you can achieve monogamy. She believes you can achieve monogamy. So that's going to be a lower rung male. Why does she believe that you can achieve monogamy? Because you're less than. Because you're less than. You're not the top dog. You're not the better man. You don't have the better man's resources. You don't have the looks and whatnot. So she says you should be able to keep it in your pants because at some point I wouldn't even selected you. 
AKA she's doing you a favor by pairing up with you. And if in fact you don't live up to these expectations and she finds you in the back of a car with a gorita, she's going to be like, how dare you? She's going to say, I can't believe you. How dare you? I can't believe that you did me like that because she did you a favor. Here's the hyper hypergamy chart right here. But in our time, it gets worse. It gets worse because now we're getting a good 60% of men that are not even being considered for possible mating. This is where we are. And some people believe it's 70, 80% of men, but let's just be honest. There's some men that are getting leftovers. There's some men willing to take leftovers. And we'll get to that when we get to Dr. Umar Johnson, who's going to break this down again. There are some men who love leftovers. They will say things like 50-year-old women are in their prime. All right. They'll say stupid stuff like that. And that woman, after 42, 45 years on the marketplace. Wait a minute. No, that's wrong. 35 years, 38 years on the marketplace. She's in her 50s. Since she was an early teen, she has the ability to pick a mate. You're telling me that 50-year-old woman hadn't picked any until you showed up? Nope. No, she's had her chances. Uh, quite possibly might have had a pregnancy or a couple. Quite possibly have ran the gamut or run the gauntlet of men by this age. And you're going to tell me she's getting, she's in her prime. You're also going to tell me that she's monogamous. You're also going to tell me that she's capable of monogamy, despite the fact that she has a grand history of three and a half decades of being non-monogamous. She hasn't been able to keep one mate her entire life. But you are trying to go to tell me that, that, that she's monogamous. Not only that, you're going to commit to monogamy to her. Again, women dictate monogamy. Men don't. You get influenced into it. You're going to date a woman in her 50s and be monogamous to her when she hasn't even achieved monogamy yet. This is this is mind-boggling to me when people when people do this. So this percentage of men, 60% are in struggle'sville and the expectations for not all for many women keep going up and up and up. Have you noticed this? As women get older, they start saying he needs to have this and that and this and that. He needs to have a house and car. And of course, these are all things that are placed on you conditionally. He needs to have, like the standard is going up and up. And then they say, well, if I can't find that man, what will I do? I'll be by myself because they have a job that pays $40,000, $50,000 a year. She can survive off of that. She, there's no need for her to take anyone lower than that. She's like, this is where I'm at salary wise. Why would I go lower? I don't know. Combining two salaries at 50 grand seems like a good idea. But to her, it's not. I would she's per, she wants to combine her 50 grand against someone who makes 250 grand to her. That's a win. That's called hyper hypergamy. We're getting to so far off the realms of reality that it doesn't make sense. In fact, there's a female delusional calculator. That basically could put in what she's looking for, and it can give her an example of how many men exist in America that fits that. And you will come up with 4%, 3%, 2%.
in her mind, she'll say, so you're saying there's a chance. Mm. Not only that, we know that these women could sleep with a guy, even though she knows he's top tier. So we're in a hyper hypergamy situation because not even 100 years ago, we were in something called enforced monogamy, or I call it monogamy by force, monogamy by societal expectations, meaning men could not openly date prostitutes. Today, we openly date prostitutes. <laughs> men typically didn't come into a situation where a woman was previously married and or previously had children by other men. Today, it's an expectation that you accept a condition like that. So men don't choose, you get enforced to do it. Many times people will say, this children needs a daddy in their lives. And they will say, since you can't date a prostitute, since you don't have available women, since you live in Chicago, here you go. Your only choice is to date a woman that has multiple children by another man. So we got to the point where we accepted it because it was enforced, just like an arranged marriage was enforced, just like a a uh, situation where uh, a dowry or a bride price was enforced. There was something there that was forcing you to do it. Today, there's no enforced monogamy. We're going away from it. We're going to away from the expectations of women staying faithful. We have something called uh, ethically non-monogamous. We have polyamory running rampant. We have after daddy, before daddy, and during daddy. We have, uh, we have a whole bunch of situations here. We have women that are saying, I'm going to be in my early 20s, I'm going to be in these streets, right? Oh, Wait, not that. We're going to be, where's the in these streets? There it is. In these streets. Not only that, I'm going to marry someone and then return to the streets, i.e. Aisha Curry, and anyone of that mindset, and I'll show you the demonstration here of that mindset. Where are you guys? Where are you guys? Where's, here it is. Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. <laughs> I believe the dude should be tied up in these streets. All right. So, I mean, that's an example of women getting best of both worlds. They're going, I'm going to get married, but I'm going to go parade myself around. I'm going to go girls' nights out. Now, some guys and some girls will say, What's the problem with that? That is hyper hypergamy. That is her naturally. See, we talked about this earlier. Intellectually, it's one thought. Nature decides it's another thought so intellectually what we'll say is hey she's just gonna go let her hair loose let her hair down she's just gonna get loose she's gonna have a couple of drinks she's just gonna hang out with the girls that's what we tell ourselves but nature shows us that that is a mating ritual it is a way for the for you to choose mates it is also a way for you to measure yourself against other people it is also a way to see if you still got it it is also a way to, before she hits the biological wall, see if there's possibly another better, bigger or better mate out there. That is a mating ritual, despite the fact that you'll disguise it behind your pseudo intellect as this is nothing to worry about. It is a hyper hypergamous activity. You see what I mean? Same thing is social media. Ask a woman to give up social media for anything, for a marriage. I'll give you your best mate. She'll never do it. Why? We talk about men being addicted, addicted to video games. Women are addicted to social media. Why would she never give that up? It's simple. It allows her to exercise hyper hypergamy. 
Now, as we know, not many men would be easily able to qualify for her, especially if she already has a mate. It will be that much more difficult to qualify because she has security here. But give her the right opportunity, which it would be a rarity. There would be no problem for her to participate with the other man. Hey, this guy, this is a great opportunity. Now she also gets to get the endorphins of the attention of other men without getting or needing to give up what she would need to have given up, which would be sex or time or her body. So she can also get the attention from it. This is a exhibition of hyper hypergamy, right? The reach is too great for her to be able to give that up. And I just try to endorse for men instead of taking your sepulta to say, ah, oh, don't worry about that. You're a simp if you mate guard. I often would say you're an idiot because over time you're putting yourself in the worst situation. You're giving her an opportunity to steal second base while keeping her foot on first base, which is you. Nope. Right. And that's you. And she will because we live in a non-monogamous society. Now, you might not realize that because you're not on the dark side as much as me, but there are a lot of women that are dealing with open marriages, polyamory with husbands, and they're out there <laughs> able to do what they want to do. It's a weird situation. All right, a couple more points that I want to make here. Let me take this down. And this is not just all against women. It is men that's often participating it. What type of men, you ask? Let's let Dr. Umar Johnson tell you what type of men will do this, will participate in this. Let's go ahead to Dr. Umar. Again, this will be the second time in history that I agree with him to an extent. Oh, you know what? I can't do it like that because I didn't share the proper tab. All right, so give me a second. Stop sharing, present, share the tab. Chrome, boom. Oh, wait a minute. Where's Dr. Umar? There he is right there. There's Dr. Umar Johnson right there. Let's let them explain what type of men tend to accept these conditions. Here we go. Black men get the white women that other white men genuinely do not want. You don't get the top of the line white women. You don't. You get leftovers. Look at most of our celebrities. They don't. They did not marry women who came from the richest white families. Black money and white money don't behave the same. New black money will jump on any poor white girl and make her a billionaire, Tiger Woods. <laughs> rich white woman, rich white money doesn't operate that way, you see. I want to ask you something, Dr. Umar. For you, have you ever seen an interracial relationship that was acceptable to you? Now, this is where I'll break from it. I'll break from it because I disagree with him on that instance. He might say that, but we know Dr. Umar loves that milk of magnesia. Brother, you can't hide it from me. I know you cannot wait to get in between them pink toes. I know. But with this being said, let's go back. Let's go back to the hyper hypergamy chart. Okay. The type of men that take these type of relationships are often in the middle economically, lower economic rung, or the lower on the attractiveness scale to where they have to take a lower quality woman or a woman exercising hyper hypergamy. And they rationalize it as I don't care if my woman has male friends. I don't care if my woman goes to nightclubs. I don't care if she has social media. And the reason why you don't care is because you're down here and you don't know it. Mm. <laughs> 
you're the least selected men, and she settled for you, so you're happy to. You're also a guy that will say things like, well, when my girl is at the club, I can cheat on her. Well, here's the deal. It's not as easy as you think because you're already lower on the selection rung, sir. Economically, you are mentally, self-esteem-wise, you have to accept that your woman is a hot wife. You have to accept that your hot woman who settled for you is shaking her ass on TikTok and Instagram. You have to accept her going to girls' nights out or you lose the one woman that you have a chance of having. You're lucky to have her. So you don't have any leverage to tell her what she can and can't do. But believe me, the men at the top have plenty of leverage. Let me show you this uh, video here. Let me show you this video here. Let me see if I can find it. This is the one I want to share here. An exercise in Brefold's Law. An exercise in hyper-hypergamy. I don't know who these people are. I believe this guy to be an actor. His name is Danny Donald Glover. I thought it was Danny Glover. I think he is also a rapper. <laughs> right? Believe me, my cult, my pop culture is bad out of context. But we know that you haven't really... All right, so there's an interview being happening here. ...made it in this town until you become a viral internet sensation. So we would like to help you with that tonight. Okay, so how would you pose for this picture if you're going to post something like Monday morning vibes? Monday. What is your Monday morning vibe? Um. Now, what you're going to see here is an exercise of hyper-hypergamy. Okay, what you're going to see here is what I've been telling you is the modern dating marketplace in which women choose the men. I know you game guys and you goofy-ass dating coaches will act like, maybe because you're high on the hypergamy chart, will act like the majority of men can choose their mates. That is not the conditions we live in now. Women have the choice. And so if she does feel that you are capable, she chose you, sir. She chose you. You didn't choose her. And Matter of you. fact, if it's a numbers game, you, sir, had to whittle it down so desperately as to approach 100 women to get two or three to cooperate, potentially. She chose you. And that's you. Let's go ahead and complete it, the interview. You see a white woman here. And ladies and gentlemen, sisters of the world, do not think brothers are loyal to you, especially when they become high-value men, if you will. They are now targets for women of all races, whether they're trash or not. Typically, the men of this race do choose the trash woman. Me, likewise. Let's continue. That's a good Monday morning vibe. Oh, this is my Monday morning, Monday vibe. morning vibe. Definitely. Mm. What's up? How are you? You look so handsome. You look beautiful. My now, people are saying, why is she, she, is this woman a lesbian? Just wait. You're going to see what happens here in the exercising of hyper-hypergamy. She's not the selector. She's not the selector friend Amanda Pete is obsessed with you. Amanda Pete? Amanda Pete's obsessed with you. Hi. She's going to cry. She's going to start crying. Come on up. We're going to do it all three of us. Get up here. We're doing an interview. Get all up here. She said we're going to do all three of us. Now, I don't know who Amanda Pete is either. I kind of heard the name before. I don't know who she is. But this woman made it clear to the other woman that I want that guy. Now, the other Mac dudes are in the background trying to get at Amanda Pete. 
But Amanda Pete says, I chose my man. I know who I want. And she's going to give this man full access. Now, I don't know what the dynamics are socially. I don't know if Amanda Pete's greater than him in social status or not. I'm, I'm ignorant about this. I don't know. But I do know Amanda Pete chose on her, sent the handler to get who she wanted, and now she's in the presence of that man. That is called women choosing. Let's go ahead and go. And the Mac coaches are in the back telling you to keep running game. Let's go ahead and pop this up here, right here. Go up and tell. Look at how she is right now. She's such a goon right now. Look at her. In the car on the way over here, she's like, do you? We haven't talked. They didn't interrupt it the whole interview. <laughs> okay, Amanda Pete is 50 years old. I don't know. They didn't interview, they didn't interrupt it the whole interview. They were on a live interview, and it didn't matter. Hypergamy was in order. Hypergamy in nature was of the prime importance. Who cares about your live interview? Who cares that we're on camera? Who cares that this might be a skit or a setup? Who cares? What's important is I need to select you right now. I'm choosing. And now the woman saying you're a genius. She all pretty much slobbing on her knob, slobbing on his knob, slobbing on his knob. Guys, when you go out and you're running Mac game, are women saying you're a genius? Are they doing this shit to you? No, because you're in desperation. You're in beta mode. You're in beta mode, believing that you're going to influence or trick a woman into doing something she don't want to do. Those days are over. It's dead. It's dead. You're hanging out with low hanging fruit. By the way, she's probably 50 years old, but. This woman's choosing on him, and she's heaping all kind of accolades, giving him access to whatever he wants. At that moment, he can have it. Not only he can have her, he can have a bunch of women, and they're going to be heaping accolades just like this. And you're going to be in the back holding your red solo cup. Talking about after she get done talking to him, maybe I could get them leftovers. Let's continue. That's something we need to talk about. And I was like, are you talking about Atlanta? And she's like, yeah. You She's upset. Thank you. Sorry to everyone else. We would like to now interview you. Do you have any questions so yeah. now that you have him here? How did you do it? So many questions. How did I do and it? And what's going to happen? Don't like, tell us. You, I, I, yo, hey, if they ain't choosing you, if they ain't choosing, no, not these hoes. They want a big time bank. Riding brand new Vos. Like I said before, I ain't tripping. Told myself, I like to stop bullshitting. Somebody says, what? <laughs> oh, this is extreme. Game still works. <laughs> yeah. Game still works on low quality women by low quality males. I said it up before and I'll say it again. It's a low quality, low risk, small reward concept for rookies to act like they're doing when they're running game on you, period. Let's continue, all right? You can try to convince me if you want, but that's a low-quality endeavor. Congratulations, you played yourself. High-risk, low-reward. Yes, that's what I meant. High-risk, low-reward. Get them leftover, sir. Let's continue. Thought we were going to get canceled. That's all. I just made something that I knew was, I, I thought nobody would Oh, well, watch. there you go. That was it. Well, there you go. I was telling them, though. I was telling you that, right? Best thing on television. Right? Acting across the board. Writing. She sounds like she drunk, too. She sounds like she drunk. Nevertheless, nevertheless, 
in a hyper hypergamous society, according to Briefolt's law, if any PUA quotes Briefolt's law, they are a hypocrite because Briefolt's law determines. And I rule quote as I bring it up. If they believe in Briefolt's law, and women, all right, even and by the way, the the red pill space did not invent any of these terms: hypergamy, Briefolt's law. It has been known in nature as well as for a long time, social uh, sciences and whatnot. But Briefo's law determines for you Mac game guys. And it maintains that the female, not the male, determines all conditions of the animal kingdom. So not only did Umar quote the animal kingdom, they're also quoting this in psychology today where the female can derive no benefit from association with the male, no such association takes place. Today, we would say relationships rather than associations. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> I'm going to block this person because he keeps, he keeps just saying the same thing. And I keep demonstrating. I mean, how many more demonstrations would you want? He said, this is extreme. I don't know if you're talking about the video, but I've gave several of the examples that have proven the point. But he keeps saying it's extreme. We live in a hyper-hypergamous society in which women are only associating with a small percentage of men. The reality is the extreme is happening right in front of your face. Okay. And this means sleeping with the man. This means marrying the man. This means being in relationship with the man. Specifically, and I'll quote, for the men who think that they're selecting, it is the woman who chooses. Ultimately, you might convince her to catch her slipping, but is that the woman that you want to brag about? I got this girl. I talked to her and put some in her ear, and she dropped her panties. I guarantee you she's fat. I guarantee you, or she's a drunk lush. She's not any type of quality that you would bring home to your mama. Such as such, you're low-hanging fruit, and so was she, period, period. She's not the type of woman you would parade around town with, is she? As such, you're low-hanging fruit, and so is she. By definition of what you're committing out here, you're perpetrating the fraud, but by definition, you deserve each other if you would not be seen with her other than her offering what's between her legs and you not being seeing her in public. Thus, she's low hanging fruit, low class ass. I don't care damn if you're mad. I don't care if you're mad. Congratulations. You played yourself when it comes down to the higher representations in society. Brief all laws maintains that the female, not the male, determines all conditions of the animal family. Whereas the female can derive no benefit from associating with the male, no such association takes place. Meaning relationship, sexual intimacy, money exchange, survival, procreation, procreation, passing on them genes. Have you noticed? That primarily we're going to always use the black community because they are a microcosm. Have you noticed that most of the children that are born in black communities are sometimes the guy who has the higher status in that community. 
they had the higher status, the higher reputation. They had the higher whatever they were doing. They were somehow at that moment higher on the rung, socially or genetically. That's all it took. And many times the babies are had. Who then gets to parent those children? The guys somewhere in the middle or the lower rung of society in terms of men. They, they might have built themselves up to be a man. And then all of a sudden, those women will go, oh, it looks like you'll be a good stepdaddy. Those guys. Yes, the guys that later on, I'll give you an example, and I'll give you two examples, and this guy's going to say extreme. Zion Williamson. Zion Williams. He's the, he's the basketball player for the, um, for the New England, no, New Orleans Pelicans. His father, long gone. Not in his life. But the genes produced Zion Williamson. The genes produced the greatness of Zion Williamson. Genetically, he's a freak. He's a freight train that can jump. Now, who raised him? Another man. And now he had, that man was able to have babies with the mother of Zion. And I'm just using this as an example. I'm not saying anything negative about them. But the father, the stepfather, Ray Zion, raised him and trained him and practiced him and coached his basketball team. Coached his basketball team, the after daddy. Zion, on draft night, gave respect and cried for his mother and did not acknowledge the stepfather at all. He got zero acknowledgement. Mm. Zip. Shaquille O'Neal is another example. Made by another man genetically, selected, pre-selected, procreated. Stepfather raised him. Step, uh, stepfather did the entire work, but the genes were already pre-selected. She chose to mate with the genetically superior man who was not the stepfather, although the stepfather did get after effects. Now, anybody want to conclude that as monogamous? I don't know what to tell you. In an animal kingdom, they would not call that monogamous. They would call that survival of the fittest. They would call it some sort of alpha, some bullshit going on here. They would, if, if lions did that, they would call it some alpha male, beta male shit. That is not monogamy. There is no way. Huh? So this is what we're talking about here, right? This is the stuff that we're talking about. We participate in one thing intellectually, but what we're practicing is some sort of brief-false law, hyper-hypergamy, uh, sexual pre-selection, and so forth and so on. Is this still extreme? Is this still extreme? We're giving you example after an example, and I can only use celebrities as an example because those are the only people present in our lives. But if you just open your eyes, you'll see in front of you that men do not choose to be in monogamous relationships, or if you think you had the choice, you oftentimes are just, the choice is decided for you. So you might say men don't cheat, or I wouldn't cheat on my mate. It's pretty simple. There's only one reason why you wouldn't. And that's because women aren't choosing you. You don't have the options, nor if you do have the option to, it's not worth the risk of losing the one woman you had because she settled for you, sir. And that's you. You're lucky to have her. Hence, on the chart, you're low rung. On the chart, you ain't it. 
So you would obviously say something like that. Or I'll give you one better for the guy who does have the option to do so, but doesn't. Because you've already experienced it and you've moved on to another phase of your life. You've already experienced the carousel. You tired of these hoes or you had a sexual, uh, uh, you had an STI scare or you had an STD scare or you don't want to get a woman, another woman pregnant. Uh, there's, there's options that you're considering, but it's not that you would damage the woman. You're like, it's just not worth the risk. I'm sad to say that this is the state of our society, but to me, I boil this down and I'll do the super chats. I choose this. I, I say this as this is a consequence of women get to getting to freely choose their mates. It's been a matter of time, but we they've doubled down. Hypergamy is at an all-time high now. But when, since women got to choose their own mates, ladies, and I'll give you the chance to answer, are you successful? Look at your life. Don't lie to me. Have you been successful choosing your own mates in the absence of community, church, parents, siblings, and so forth? How successful have you been throughout the duration of your life doing this? I'll wait. You guys can't listen. And of course, there's going to be one. And I would say the only time that this would be where you can prove me wrong is if you're a virgin or you got married as a virgin or you only had less than three sexual partners and you got married. If you're anything other than that, there's no way that you've had success doing this. You've been an abject failure, and now you probably settle for somebody in the end, and you think it works out, and he he has no other options out here. And that's you. All right. Somebody says, yes, I'm in very successful. Please, do you want to click the link and tell me? There's always an exception to the rule, but how successful are you? Have you dated around? Have you been married and divorced? Oh, so she's la she's laughing. How many bodies do you have? You got more than three to achieve this? Yeah, I wouldn't call it success. All right. If you're a single mother, certainly you can't say that you've been successful at it. You've been an abject failure. But that's neither here nor there. And listen, being a failure is not a slight at you. I've been a failure. I've been a failure. And it takes you a while to figure it out. So I'm not saying that you're a failure, you're a loser. I failed as well. It's all good. All right, let me get to these super chats. Uh, shout out to <laughs> April returns to Eden and says, your look made me reach for my wallet. LOL. He says, hit the like button, gentlemen, even when you miss the show or can't watch the whole thing. I appreciate that. Yes, indeed. All right. Shout out to you. Somebody said, oh, as a man, I have 14 bodies. I have 14. He has 14 sexual partners. He says, I have options, but the options are not a good one. Okay, so he says he's successful um, as a man in the mating. I don't know. I mean, there's just too much to that we have to ask there. I would ask you if you wanted to click the link and explain yourself, but we're approaching the three-hour mark. Um, we can go further on that one. Yeah, hit that like button in the building. Shout out to Innovator J. Derek Jackson's ex-wife, kind of thick, coach. I might have to get at her. Since she's about to be in these streets. In these streets. She'll put a root on you, so be careful with her. She doesn't look stable at the point. And a divorce age should be off limits to men. But unfortunately, 
in our community and with men with limited options, we make divorcees somewhat available to us in our marketplace. This shows you that you don't have much control of the marketplace. If divorcees are at prime real estate for men and men that are used to sexually selecting low quality women, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you're, you don't have control of the market. A divorcee is going to be damaged uh, in significant ways, mostly emotionally. Mostly emotionally. The emotional damage of a divorcee cannot be underscored here. You're going to live with that your entire life if you select this individual. Doesn't mean she's a bad person, a bad woman. She's going to be emotionally damaged. As she didn't throw in a, threw a grenade, she threw a grenade in the room and destroyed her family because probably she wasn't happy. I warn you about divorcees. All right, shout out to my man, the Red Rover, two times dropping a, dropping a sponsorship. I'm rich, CGA, you're out here saving lives. He says, here's my donation to your campaign fund. If you ever consider announcing a 2024 presidential bid, stop bringing political. Shout out to you, CGA 2024, and shout out to the coach gang. Thank you, sir. U.S. Army retired. A 40-year-old man married a 51-year-old YouTuber, and the woman has been divorced and has a 21-year-old, uh, or sorry, a 20-year-old daughter that is in, this is his first marriage, and he does not have any kids. I mean, listen, by the way, I would not, I would not marry a woman in her 50s that had a 20-year-old daughter unless I had access to the daughter. Yes, I'm on the dark side. I know that's despicable and reprehensible, but it is what it is. I got I to gotta, I gotta say what I can say. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Lawar Moore in the building. Shout out to you. Good Lord. He says people who would do the twist or not walking through that door. People who do the twist are not walking through that door. Oh, man. Oh, my. Shout out to Agent Machine says Kaylee calling them shots. Now choosing Donald Glover now. All right. That's what you said. He says she's been wait. She'll be calling them cops when she doesn't get her way. Ask Aziz and Zari. I believe I pronounced his name right. Yeah. You got to watch out for people that do that, right? Oh, man. JC says a lot of people don't want to accept that they are low-hanging fruit. I imagine it doesn't mean that you're garbage, but just be aware of your options. There's barbecue in there. Yes. There's barbecue in there. I mean, perspective in, uh, and reality is one thing, right? So you perceive yourself to be high quality, but you're not. It's okay. It's okay. And so people come and talk, well, you can't judge me based on this. And you can't judge me based on that. Yes, we can. And nature, nature judges. And sexual selection and mate selection and relationship selection is all about judging. So if you lack, therefore, you are low. And I might say, you might say I'm low quality as well. Fine. Fine. And if that's your judgment, that's your judgment. And it's totally fine. But this is how we, this is how we choose mates. We have to judge. We have to have conditions. We have to have rules. Or else, if it's just about love, this is another, this is, this is another situation as to why people fail in relationships because they only leverage love. The reason why a person only leverages love, listen to me, is that's that's the only thing you got. I know that's a only that's a hard subject. The reason why a person would lean on love is because you know. You got nothing else to lean on. Shit. You got nothing else. I love better than the next person. I'll love you and love you and love you. I'll love and love and love and love. And I'll love into it. And you got nothing else. 
broken in a joke, male or female, busted, got baggage like crazy. But I can love, well, anyway. <laughs> No government name. Well, we call you bro man splainer. He says if a woman suddenly starts covering herself unconsciously in the bathroom or the bedroom, there's another bull, at least in her mind. And that all there has to be. If she believes she has another chance to swing the bat, to go get a upgrade. There was a whole song, Upgrade You, Upgrade, Upgrade, Up. Ladies, ladies will tell you what their strategy is. They gonna upgrade your ass, and when a when a woman upgrades with a mate, it's considered a win. When a man upgrades, it's considered a loss. Even if the woman that he upgrades with is better, is a better version of that woman. He did her wrong again. More of this, the man needs to serve. You need to take care of somebody else's kids. You need to take care of your parents. You need to take care of this. You need to take care of that. A man upgrades on the hypergamy scale. He's an asshole. I mean, I get a younger wife. I get a better looking wife. I might get a better sexual partner. I might get a woman who better self-esteem, whatever it is, whatever it is. I might get a richer woman. I'm an asshole. A woman upgrades. And, and the man's bigger, better, stronger, faster. She won. <laughs> Good for you, girl. Look it out for yourself. You got to look out for yourself. So this is the world we live in, ladies. Yes, you guys have great advantages that you don't acknowledge trying to be like us or trying to be like the small percentage of men. But what you do when you try to be like us is you give up the advantages that you really have. Unfortunately, they try to double dip. And that's no bueno. With that being said, that's the end of the day's show. I appreciate y'all for being here. Do me a favor. Hit the like button on the way out. And we're going to see you guys later this evening for Monday Night Roski. Shout out to the coach gang. Let me give a round of applause to everybody. Thank you for the support. And let's let you uh, out with a little bit of reality check in here. We out. Peace. Man, if he loves you, he's going to understand that. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah.